if I do? Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. say I'm excited for the weekend. Good morning. You know what I'm really excited for? Because our weeks are pretty much cake. I mean, are they weeks or cake? I don't know. Is it cake? <laughs> I think it's cake. Oh, no, dude. But what I'm saying is I'm just excited to drink. That's the only difference. Oh, Let's okay. rock it out. <laughs> yeah. it right. Oh, my God. It's what I do. what I do once the weekend hits. Eat my butt. Eat my grumpy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Grumpy. You see what I'm saying, though? Like, I get all fired up for I was wondering Friday, but grumpy. my Friday's no different than my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, well, to be honest. keep the in mind. The only difference is I sit back on one and enjoy a cocktail. Fruit, right, Ian Kennedy? Right, Ian Kennedy? The only day you're not really working is Saturday, because we work... Grumpy. Monday through Friday. And then you work on Sunday for Fox Sports Radio. So Saturday's the only day where you could sort of 100% mentally check out. Friday night. But is it more Saturday. about, yeah, but like Friday night going into Saturday, is it more about having a cocktail? Or is it more about like, you know, I could like check out from not having to look things up, no radio to record, Sleeping nothing. Sleeping late is always fun, but that's all relative to the size of your steeple and how many kids you have. Right, Rich doesn't get to sleep in on a Saturday or Sunday. So when I say I'm excited for the weekend, I'm really just excited to unwind with a whiskey business. Are you excited to rock on? Always. Rock on! Always. So it's Wednesday, which means... Did you see what he added to this greatness? What did he add? Not only you rock it on. What do you mean? Not only you rock it on, but now... did you add him on the jet skis? I'm on a jet ski now? Oh, I missed it. I mean, not the jet skis, the water skis. (laughs) That shit is hilarious. If you're not watching, man, you're missing out. I'm on a boat, and Rich is on a pair of uh, water skis. That's fantastic. I jumped the shark long ago. So, yeah, you know, it's not complaining. I really don't care. I'm not one to sleep in much anyway, but, yeah, when you got two little kids, my version of sleeping in is... Uh, Sarah, I'll meet in the living room in a little bit. Can you give me an extra 20 and just go inside with the kids? That, that's sort of my version of sleeping in. But Right. I don't, See, I'm not one to sleep past 8 or 9 anyway. Like that's, Here's the thing. Here's you know. the thing I wrestle with and wrestle with. You say wrestle with, right? Yeah, you could say that. No. I wrestle like Kurt tussle? with this one. I wrestle and tussle with this debate. I've asked a lot of friends. You wrestle Handsome like Wilson. Gabe. I asked friends from Handsome Gabe to my buddy Gus. 
I've been taking polls lately. That's what she said. (laughs) This many polls haven't been taken since Rich in the early 2000s. Thank you. In the early 2000s. It's true. (laughs) Because what I'm trying to say is the way I practice discipline or discipline is that I don't start drinking. I don't have a drink. I don't really touch alcohol unless it's Friday night or I'm starting a weekend early on a Thursday night because I'm feeling like a college kid. I'm throwing it back. And, of course, the rare occasion where you go on a dinner on a Tuesday night or something like that. But for the most part, I do not drink throughout the week. So when it's quitting time, closing time, Mr. Slate blows the whistle. I come sliding down to Brontosaurus. I grab a burger and I drink and I drink a cocktail and I get excited about that. But I've been asking other people, other friends, Rich, yeah. yo, what's your system? Cause like, what's too much? Because I kind of want one every night. That's the thing. Do it. Would you believe all of my friends from handsome Dave to my friend Gus? Yeah, yeah. Every night. I'm like, every night. Where's your discipline? What Who makes, needs discipline? What makes your weekend any different than at that point, right? Like if, because if you're unwinding every day and every night, then what do you look forward to on Friday night and Saturday night? So I don't know how to handle that because a part of me wants to say, you know what? I've had a stressful week. Wednesday night, I'm going to have a nice old fashioned right now. An old fashioned while taking an old fashioned. An old fashioned grumpy. You know what that means? You leave the phone in the bedroom. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Grumpy. You just sit there all grumpy, <clears throat> old-fashioned, just staring grumpy. at the wall, read the, read sipping the, uh, on water. Read the uh, shampoo bottle? So yeah, read the shampoo <laughs> bottle, have a few sips. You sit there all angry, but you're relaxing. See, like the more I investigate this, guys, the more I realize that life is stressful, as we discussed yesterday, and people unwind. And I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm not saying irresponsibly. I'm not saying, you know, he's three sheets to the wind. He's drunk as a skunk. I'm not talking be an alcoholic, and I'm not saying if you have an issue to <laughs> embellish on that. I'm saying if you could have a drink a night, is that okay, or is that too much? You know, it all adds up. I, I think that there's something to be said about what Ryan just said on our feedback. I don't do it. I think I would drink more if I didn't care about calories, getting a belly, liquid calories. Yeah. Well, it depends what you uh, drink. I don't understand everyone's consumption of beer, and I saw. I was thinking that this weekend. Everyone just grabbing cases of beer, chugging beers. I feel like ever since I learned that uh, one beer was equivalent to seven slices of bread. Yeah. I, I just can't. That's Yo, vanity, when, I, when I saw yes. our buddies. I, honestly, I'd rather have seven slices of bread. When I saw our buddies. That, uh, little, uh, everything but the bagel seasoning. I'd who rather was have it? that. Was it CJ and someone yeah. else? One of, a couple of our buddies in Vegas jumped off of the little party bus. They came back in with a couple cases of Coors Light and they're like throwing around beers like they're Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I'm like, <laughs> my vanity says no way, Jose. It's, it's to that. so heavy. I was, to I'll me. sip on one, but they were like, they were guzzling beers. And all I kept thinking was the same as you, Spot. I'm like, if I'm going to have these type of calories in in carb form, I'm like, I'd rather eat a loaf of bread. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> eat a sandwich. Than- I'd rather toast up a big loaf of like garlic bread and be, ah. But if you're having vodka soda or. Rum and diet, or you know, even, you, a, even a glass of wine, like they say, a wine. Uh, they say a glass of wine has health benefits. I don't know, glass this is of red how, wine a day. This is how I balance my life and how I practice discipline. But I realized again, more and more, a lot of people don't do that because you're an adult and you're like, well, fuck it, I want to drink Wednesday night. I'm gonna have one, maybe two. Why not? I'm an adult, I could do that. Again, I'm, I'm saying if you do this responsibly, 
Yeah. Right? If you could handle it. Everyone is different. But I'm realizing that I'm sort of punishing myself sometimes. Or is that discipline a good thing? Because it makes me look forward to the weekend. Well, on your Friday night, my life. even though it's Wednesday. Spot, can you play the song? I think this song is catchy as hell. It's not new, but you talk about Friday night. Um, Friday? I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about drinking. Yeah, but you were talking about getting into the weekend. <laughs> just song. Uh, the song is by Nightcrawlers and Riton. Oh, I definitely wasn't talking about that. You know this song probably. Friday by Nightcrawlers and Are Riton. there trumpets involved? Because if there's no trumpets, it might be, there might be some trumpets because it does have that uh, that vibe to it. You know we if it doesn't have like Latin trumpets, I'm not interested. Friday, this one, practice. That's a remix, you know. That's oh. a sample. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's like three different songs going on in this song. I hear. Uh, I know. There's like three different songs going on. That's why I like it. It's a good remix. Oh, it is. It's great. What song is that? Show me love. Robin. Oh, Robin. Show me love. Some clicking for a second. That's why I like that DJ Khaled remix of. Lotto and Mariah Carey spot? Yes. That's my shit. And Tom Tom Club. Well, let Tom, me wrap Tom it up Club. by saying this. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not. I'm going to say that I'm envious for my you. friends that, like even Handsome Gabe, he drinks responsibly. He sits there at a studio, enjoying an old-fashioned, like, every night. Sometimes he sips a whiskey neat. Yeah. Sips it, savors it, enjoys it. That's a beautiful thing. I'm into it. He does that all the time. I envy that, but I still choose to balance my life with limiting myself to only weekends, unless, of course, special occasions, Yeah, in which I shared a, an old-fashioned with Gabe on Tuesday, or on Monday. Was that Monday? It was Monday. So, I don't know. How do you do it? What's the balance? Does it change over time? Does it change over weeks? Because you had a stressful one. Spawn. I, since my new nutritional and fitness regime, don't drink anymore. I only dr I'll drink like maybe once a month if I'm by if I'm at home. Outside of that, it's only for events. Yeah, but I enjoy my drinks. I know you do. Yeah. But I it has I no longer go to go to a drink to relax at the end of the day. And by the way, Uncle Tito, I've had so a I'm nice an run. Exception. I've had a nice you're you are an exception. I've had a nice run with Uncle Tito and soda. But I really think my most relaxing drink is an old-fashioned just whiskey just savoring sippy sips and feeling relaxed and i look forward to that i don't want to sound like two uh, days away i don't want to sound like big pussy pastore <laughs> yeah i know you don't like it i don't i don't want to i don't want to sound like uh uh i'm at that stage i'm not golfing yet i'm not you know smoking cigars yeah. Like Brandon Ellenberger and and Joe Burrow, cigars do nothing for me. But I'm yeah. I'm definitely a whiskey saver. I don't want to sound like Monk's uh, Road, right, Mauser? Monk's Road. I feel like oh. I'm pretending to be someone else if I smoke a cigar. Yeah, like it does nothing for me. I don't want to sound like uh, I don't want to sound lame. But I'm with Spot in that I drink on the occasion that calls for it. Barbecue. Dinner with friends, date night. I will never so pour on a drink. That Friday night, but when you, you take when, an edible when, every night. When Mister Slate and I'm not saying finally blows alcohol. the whistle. What do you look forward to? 
if it's not that you, pizza what do i look forward to on the weekend like what uh, signifies that takes, it's the weekend when your life is so cush already he just takes an extra edible and uh, even even I had so, a thought on that even if your life isn't cush if you if you work hard all week that it's like it's like a Pavlov's dog sort of thing. That drink signifies weekend is here. Huh. So I'm asking you, if it's not a drink, is it the edible? Is it you get to catch up on Better Call Saul? For me, it's when that whiskey touches these lips. I think for me, the indication that I weekend's here, it's probably eating something shitty without regret. Like, all right, it's Friday night. Kids are going, to, let's get the kids to sleep early. So it's like, Peace. I'm going to go get Taco Bell. Taco like, yo, babe, I'm going to go get a couple gordita we crunches. Here, gordita yeah, like, crunch. I, I'm, I'm like, if when, when Friday night hits, I'm like, all right, I will, without regret, go house some Taco Bell or something like okay. that. I, I see. I could, I could. To understand. me, that's the feeling. Like, cause then I'm like, that's it's the weekend. Sorry. Who cares? So that's, it's the same thing. But what but relaxes me, you? The, fir, the first bite of that Taco Bell. <laughs> really? Okay. The gordita crunch. Euphoric. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh, by the way, next month, the Mexican pizza coming back. I heard. Thanks to Dolly Parton. No, hey. thanks to Doja Cat. Rich, no. when I see you bite into no. a gordita Dolly crunch, Parton. I'm always confused. Is it really hot or is Rich in euphoria? Because he's like, <gasps> is it a cheesy gordita crunch or is it a gordita crunch and I'm just eating it? Is, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so but anyway, yeah. the, the, the drink work, the drink life balance is something that's always on my mind, but it's got to be like balance, like um, Jack Palance. For me, it's... Uh, couple times a week I'll, I'll pop an edible before bed just to get a good night's sleep but on the weekend you know what i realized last night i was like you know what? let me let me test my limit a little bit on on the edibles and i took another another five uh what would it be milligrams yeah milligrams and inches it, it hit the, like the uh, early 2000s I took an extra five milligrams and it took me from relaxed to like, ooh, I'm feeling like, I felt oh, like a fucking octopus it. arms. Ooh. Here it is. And I loved it. It was great. Sarah and I were like, yeah, let's take an extra, let's take a little more tonight. Oh, so that's, that's the gateway. Oh, so that's again, that's yeah. how you. To me, that's how I relax. I relax with it. I relax with an edible. It's a weekend mode. Yeah. In my mind, it's, it's, I've, I've convinced myself. And so you're telling me then, based on your theory, what like my buddy it? Gus, right? Yeah. I could talk to him. I'll talk to him tonight, Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Gus, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just having a drink, chilling. Right? Oh, yeah. Wednesday night you're drinking? Interesting. So you're telling me on Friday night he's having like double the drink. Well, depending on who you ask, right? Depending on who you ask. That adds up, bro. If you have one drink every day, depends on who you ask. That's five days, right? Then the weekend comes in, you step it up. It's a lot of drinks. Yeah, yeah, even if you double it. Five, six, seven, eight. That's nine drinks a week. I have a question. That's 36 drinks a month. What does he say to the doctor when he goes in and they're like, How many uh, drinks do you have a week? How How many drinks would you say you have a week? 10 to 15. Yeah. I feel embarrassed when I say like more than one. That's I, what I'm saying. I'm not judging, man, but I, I do know. think about I, it a I, lot. I'm, I'm, I'm asking a serious question Yeah, because I don't think it's a problem at all what you're saying, but I wonder if when you get your physical and they're like, hey, do you smoke? How much do you weigh? Let's take your height. How old are you? 40 something? All right. Uh, how many drinks do you have a week? What is the doctor's answer of fucking preference? If you say a week, I would, like, no, if, the doctor, if he asked me, I would say I only drink on the weekends or socially. That's, That's not an answer. Say. If the doctor goes, how many drinks a week do you have? And you I go, say, ah, Doc, I don't know. know. Four. Doc. Doc. Five, maybe. Four or five. I don't drink a lot. I don't think the doc's going to say that's an issue. But yeah. I think if you told, 
There's a guy I play softball with. I say one a month, and I'm proud there's, of that. There's a, there's a guy one I a play month. softball with that I feel like this guy Except talks this about like drinking. He drinks like a six pack, of t- 12 pack of beer every day. And I'm like, yeah, that's an issue. That's. Yeah. Are you in. That's what I'm saying. If like, you go through a handle, become, of, if you go through a handle of Tito's frequently, I would argue I was doing that during the pandemic. <laughs> I you know, know how you would have bottles that lasted a long time. They didn't last as long during the pandemic. I know life can be stressful, right? Obviously, we all have stressors in our life. Everyone has a stressor in our life. I just wonder. Needing something to relax at the end of your day seems a little like dependent or codependent or whatever the expression is behavior. It doesn't seem right. Like me, at the end of my day, you know what I do? I watch a little TV. Maybe that's my relaxing thing. But I watch a little TV. My eyes start, I start to droop. I go into the other room and I go to bed. Smart, you're right. But that's why I practice I don't need this discipline. Anything. That's why I don't Maybe. want to feel reliant on I can't sleep unless I yeah, have a drink. So I, I like only do it on the weekend. Like, And I don't have a hard, I know I don't have a hard job. So I know some people work hard jobs. In I the wait. mill? But, but, but maybe like on the patch, you know, doing physical activity. Like I go for my walks now. I make my money, my money walks. I go to the gym. So at the end of the day, I'm tired. You guys have kids. I would think at the end of the day, you would just want to sit down and just go. I have a lot more energy than you, bro. And that's not a it's knock not on it. you. Is that's it, it's, I it's, mean, you do have uh, even with my shots, you have twice the testosterone than I have. I mean, Rich has more energy than. Most humans, most humans alive. I just don't. I, that's so. That's it. It's just. It's a. Uh, what is it? Undiagnosed ADD. I, I'm. I'm sure. Like, it's, like, it's. It's, it's got to be. That's not. You know. I'm most, sure. He's the most me, hyper guy ever. I have zero problems relaxing in any scenario. Listen, I started right now. I started playing softball with these new Let's dudes. Squeeze one out. I started hanging out with these new dudes like in the early 2000s. Grumpy. 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 And you have to do like an accent. It's like grumpy. I could tell from hanging out with these. This new, this newer group of dudes Grumpy. playing softball Grumpy. on Tuesday nights. I could tell already they're all looking at me like, yo, this guy's, what's, what's with this guy? Yeah, you're a strange cat. No, but like, I'm getting along with everyone and I have a whole story about it I'm going to share later. Yeah. But I do get the f- sense that like, they're like, this guy's fucking fired up. I mean, you're, you're a nice and swell fella, but you're peculiar for sure when it comes to like your mannerisms and your behavior. Like, wait, you're like, oh, hold on. This guy on speed what's what's up what's with this guy yeah hold um, on he's my, moving faster like, than everybody I just, else i so like i think of a situation i'm sorry i think of a situation like this weekend when we went to vegas right especially on friday on friday i let loose and what did that mean i had like five drinks and and in the morning i heard I, you were acting a fool though. i was acting a fool See, but i don't act a fool ever i was i was hung over the next day I, I mean i think i had like 10 drinks if i really calculated it but still i let loose so I wonder, how do people who are having drinks every day and two to three drinks every night on the weekend, letting loose? That's what I'm saying. What's letting loose to them? You have to. Uh, are they drinking 20 drinks when balance, they go to Vegas? Guys. Balance. I'm not judging. What's letting loose? I'm not judging, but I treat, treat it like pizza. I, of course I want pizza every day of the week. I do. I want pizza right now. I, I, but like Rich, I limit it to like Friday, Saturday night, if that. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday then. And that's when I have my drinks. That makes me look forward to the weekend. Yeah. So we're a few days away. I, we're halfway maybe, there. My, uh, my edible life has nothing to do with like trying to feel a certain way. It really is to is a, sleep. Is that a show on TLC? My yeah, edible my edible life? life. It really is about falling asleep. Like last night... Slept fantastic. I, I toss and turn. If I, I will, I will not get to sleep 
I didn't sleep for shit last night. I will not sleep unless I have... I will not sleep well unless I have an edible. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I was mean, up all night like Gilbert so Gottfried. Rest in peace. But that's not... I don't want to take... Mel, melatonin gives me weird dreams I know. And shit. Hold on. I insane. Uh, melat- yeah, melatonin. Melatonin is like weird. It gives me weird feels. I just... It, it seems... And I'm not singling you out, Rich. I'm saying everyone that needs it. Like, I, I enjoy it. I don't need There's it. There's a difference Same. between needing it. But I want it, it really. Wanting like it and you doing need it. it. You're yeah, like, that's, you that's ridiculous said, because weeks will go by. Weeks will go by or if I'm out of town, I'm not like, oh, for like, I was in Vegas over the weekend. I just got shittier night's sleep. And I was like, I was fine. I wasn't like, you just I said the words. Animals. Like, I can't get a good night's sleep without animals. I can't, animals. Get, I can't sleep through, that. I can't sleep through the night. So that sounds dependent. Just like people that, that can't. Go no, through a night without having a drink. That's dependent behavior. Oh, no, you're missing. Yeah. It's not dependent. That's why the balance is important because some people are just yeah, okay with dependent it. behavior, and I don't want to ever feel that way. I think you're missing the point. Spot it's is. not about being dependent because dependent would mean... I'm not singling you out. When people, no, I'm saying like when people are, quote, addicted to it and they're dependent on it. Like if, if I'm telling you that if I don't, if I don't have an edible, I'll sleep... But I'll probably wake up a couple times through the night, toss and turn. If I get don't up do twice, get up of, twice. If I don't to, do a bump of cocaine in the morning, I won't have energy to get through my day. Get up twice to pee. That's the. But if I behavior. but if I take an edible, I will. I'll go to sleep and wake up in the morning like, oh, I actually I didn't wake up in the middle of the night. Aren't you proving his point though? Yeah, but dependent would be like I, when I don't have it. By definition, Rich. Isn't but I feel like you're. Uh, I'm not singling you out. I'm no, saying no, but I anyone feel like, that uh, needs anything to do something. When you say dependence, I assume you're talking about like Richard singled out like Jenny McCarthy in the early 2000s. Chris, was Chris Hardwick also on that? Yes, he was. And Carmen Electra. I, I just look at it like... Uh, Maybe that's not the... Uh, is it codependency? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. It's like... No, that's... I try, I, you know... Well, we don't have to like dive so deep on this conversation. Yeah, my, but my Kel- question what is... Kelly, what Kelly, Kelly Cookson made a great point. She goes, Rich is saying he doesn't crave it. Like alcoholics crave alcohol. Drug addicts Chemical like... Chemical dependence. Drug, drug addicts are like scratching themselves like, I need my crack. I don't need my edibles. I'm saying that if I go to sleep tonight without taking an edible, it's like if you have a headache, yeah, you could get by without Advil, but if you have a pounding headache... Wouldn't taking Advil help your headache? It's an aid, essentially, right? Chemical dependency is characterized by the physical body's dependence on the substance. Addiction is associated with chemical changes in the brain that result in irrational and uncontrollable behaviors around obtaining and using the substance. See, so there's so not you that. would say you can't sleep unless you get something. No, you just described something that was not me at all. Listen to what you just said. Try like having to obtain the substance. Like you according make it sound like the, I'm going around like. Ah. According to the DSM f- uh, four five, you know, and everyone else is interpreting it the same way. The D three oh four point three oh, cannabis dependency three point three oh three point nine oh, alcohol dependency. Like it's in the DSM. Yeah, but I mean, I think you're missing my point. It's a matter of like, if I told you, you're right, you know what? get a massage. And your neck will feel better. Okay. Right? That's, that's called physical therapy. You could get a massage. Your neck will feel better. But if you don't, you'll be like, you'll be fine. But you're like, man, my neck's a little stiff. Like I went to the, I went to the joint yesterday to get adjustment. But I was a little tight. So I went to the chiropractor. I didn't have to go to the chiropractor. I would have been fine. But going to the chiropractor, 
loosened me up. I could have slept fine last night. But you know what? Popping an edible made me sleep really good last night. So it's not it's not a it's not a dependency. It's like a helpful aid that'll make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, there is no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't like when I travel. Like I went to Vegas with you guys over the weekend. We were gone three days. I didn't bring edibles, and I wasn't bummed about it. I was like, oh, I didn't bring edibles. You were also sloshed on alcohol. Not really. Was I sloshed? I yeah, got a couple sloshed. cocktels. I really. Yeah, like you're doing karaoke. Like a maniac. Nicotine dependence. So like cigarettes. Yeah. Look at it like gambling, right? Like I love gambling. <laughs> the there are times where I didn't gamble for a long alcohol time. Dependence. That's me this weekend. I think like gambling is a great example. Like I love gambling. I oh, look, it's rich. Lo- I love it. I love, love, love gambling. Gambling's an addiction. I like, love like it. Lyle or like John Lovitz? John Lovitz. Or like Brother Love. I'm Jimmy Moore and that's not a suck in my opinion. Rich, you know how to stop yourself. Albeit maybe a little bit beyond where you should stop yourself, but you know how to stop yourself. People with gambling addictions are at the I, on the at the casino at six a.m. Uh, yeah, uh, betting on crafts. That's my point. The ability to stop yourself is what is the difference between being addicted to it. Like I bet football a lot, and then you know what I do? I'm like, eh, I don't want to bet anymore. Like I I I don't need to gamble if I don't want to, but I enjoy it. Like, there's a difference. Like I would argue, and a couple people have said it, while it's not an official addiction, coffee. Coffee, I have a chemical dependence on coffee, and I fully wholeheartedly admit it when I say, don't talk to me without my coffee. I think we all do. I think we all have a little bit of, of chemical dependency on coffee. Oh, because I do, because if, if I, I don't have it, I get it, headaches. Same. Yeah. And that's that's a caffeine withdrawal. Kofefe. But caffeine is not considered a... A bad drug. Like, a, like a, hey, when I'm drinking my coffee, can you call me Kofefe? No. Just moving I, forward. I, just, I, just I think Donald Trump is back. Is what he going to be back on Twitter? Yeah, because Joe Rogan's saying, please come back, Donald Trump. I do want to talk more about the whole Twitter thing later. Joe Rogan, all, Joe Rogan also said that Amber Heard's a fucking maniac and he's team Johnny Depp. And I think a lot of people are starting to feel that way. Well, look, enjoy responsibly is what I'm trying to say. But I, I often think holier about... holier than thou. I'm simply explaining no, the situation. No one said you were holier, yes, Spot. Tom, uh, uh, I assume that's P-Bane Tom Baker. Oh, is P-Bane, P-Bane, P-Bane Tom, Tom Baker? Baker? You can suck I love dick. that. I love that guy. I often think about it. I envy people that throw caution to the wind and say, no, I drink what I want. I don't care what day it is. But I also take pride in the balance that I try to create. It's not easy, but I look forward to it. So... We're halfway there, living on a prayer. It's Cavino and Rich. Let's go! Do you think by now Bon Jovi's maybe three quarters of the way there? He's got to be at least three quarters of the way there. I mean, he's when is he going to get there? I have a question for you, Rich. Just jump right into it. Yeah. Forget about cocktails. Fruit. I'm just I'm fascinated by you. Know, you know what? Uh, I think I think for me it's just more a fascination of people's inability to truly understand that like recreational and medical marijuana products. Like, I think it really is wild to think like you're okay being like, Oh, I'll take NyQuil or I'll take medic. People are medicated for different things. Meanwhile, a little gummy of THC and CBD oil is like, well, now I could still become dependent on that though. Not saying it's the worst thing ever, but the, as far as like, being bad for you or something like alcohol will destroy your liver. Alcohol, like if you're, Sorry, we if said you're drinking a balance, no, but if you're drinking whiskey every day, guzzling fucking bottles of booze, it's not good for you. 
having an edible a few days a week is not, doing no harm to you. It's not about harm. We're not talking about harm. We're talking about chemical dependency. So what do you think's better? Having a, a, a few glasses of whiskey a few days a week or taking a couple edibles a week? Becomes habitual and, and you become dependent. What's better for you? I don't think either are... You're going you're gonna to argue that they're, the one is not better? In order to, to get cirrhosis of the liver, you need to be an extreme drinker. But what do you think is better for your health? Drinking a few glasses of whiskey, uh, every couple nights a week, guzzling some whiskey. I would say it's the same. I would say neither are great for yeah, your health. Neither are great for your health. I would argue that. But where's the what's the ne- what's the negative of a what's the a negative of a gummy with THC and CBD oil? What is the negative of that? I, I'm curious where your who told you something is negative about that. Where's the positive of it? Yeah, but alcohol like, is not good for your body. Like your body's not like says who. Alka, Brett said Alka, weed actually has some good benefits. Alcohol so has wine. none. People say wine has great benefits all the time wine for your does. heart. Wine, yeah, wine does. A glass okay. of wine here and there is good, people say. Doctors okay. will tell you. I'm just I'm fascinated by people's... I'm just like, fascinated by ignorance, ignorance of the subject. For me, it's, pa- it's passionate and interest in people's habits. And I'm That's not all. speaking... Yeah, I'm not like, speaking... Oh, every day? Interesting. The health benefits of what you're taking. I'm speaking about the dependency on what you're taking in order to do something else, chemical dependency. And I'm not just talking to you, Rich, even though you feel like you're being singled out. I'm yeah, speaking to people Relax, Chris Hardwick. that need a drink or something every night to relax. Wine does and have a ton just, of sugar. And that just seems to me like, you know, chemical dependence. That's it. Hey, how do you guys feel about the pinch and roll? Still a fan of that or what? Do you have a new technique? You don't know the fucking pinch and roll? I teach you everything? Grumpy. You didn't even know what a grumpy was yesterday. Is pinch roll a poop move? I, it's something you pinch I was, one out and then I, you roll? I'm actually doing the pinch and roll right now, which is why I asked. Oh, the pinch and roll on your balls. Yeah, how did... <laughs> you know, oh, because I, I think you're making I like mean, a poop it's, reference. It's a move I've I've been doing since I was like a toddler. I, I saw that on I saw that on social media because I think I saw it. You've been doing it your whole life. No, 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 no. I saw it on social media. It didn't let me finish my sentence. Bird brain. I said a lot. I'm a, I was amazed at a lot of women. Bird brain. He didn't even know what it was. A lot of women. You you found out like I guess it, we never thought of it as dudes, but when you say oh, I'm going to scratch my nuts, you're not really scratching your nuts. It's a pinch and roll. Yeah, it's the pinch and roll. But I think when you tell like Jordan or Sarah or Kristen, like oh, I was sitting yeah. around scratching they my nuts, think they like, think you're like <laughs> like a fucking ape at the fucking zoo, right, like nah, scratching you're, your fucking ass. You're pinching and rolling. No, you are. You're pinching your ball sack and you're rolling the pinch. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering if you, you have a new technique. Well, the pinch and roll is patented by men forever. Yeah, it's just still you still roll with that, right? Doesn't change. Does Carrie Kuhneman know that? Does she know that uh, uh, Poofador Paul? No, he's doing the pinch and roll when he's sitting at his big time meetings, being a big boss man. Does she realize that he's sitting in his corner office, pinching and rolling his testicles, not his balls, the ball skin? Why does Spot feel like? I feel like you don't do the pinch and roll, Spot. Oh, I do the pinch you don't and roll scratch your balls. Okay. Oh, I do the pinch and roll all the time. All right. Do you do uh, yeah. the, 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 like the, the, the brush this way kind of sometimes? Like, no. Yeah, we're like. I'm pinching and rolling right now. Pinch and rolling, yeah. yeah. Oh, like I always, I constantly People do say rock and roll. and roll. I do the, you know what I do? I do the pinch and tug. People say rock and roll is dead. I say, well, the pinch and roll is oh, still I, lives. Oh, yeah, a little pinch and tug and is pinch good and too. tug. Yeah. Like I pull the skin like I'm stretching <sighs> it out and then I let it go. And I feel like everything's just, all I, right. Just taking, again, I'm interested in people's, interested in people's hobbies and, um, 
habits, you know, like every day. No huh? one pinch really. Roll? Pinch roll. Okay, cool. All I need to do is, fi- you know what I need to figure out? How to adjust my junk when it's like flat. I don't know why it bothers me so much when it's flat down. It just doesn't feel right to me. And it, when like, your junk is me. down? When it's down and it's like kind of tucked. It's like, it just, it's pressed against skin. It doesn't feel right when it's down to me. I need to like have it up and over. Does that make sense? Yeah. I haven't figured out how to do that. Like when it, when it is against too much of the ball skin, it doesn't feel right to me. It's only, it's like, it's a, like rumple ball skin. Yeah. It doesn't, I'm, I'm, it feels like someone's scratching their nails across the chalkboard to me. I feel you. I feel like I'd ask a mind blowing sort of thing for women, what we just described right now. So Carrie, Kim, yeah. Renee, it's called the pinch and roll. Telling it's you. what we do. I don't know how we walk around with these things. Yeah. Pinch and roll yep. lives. What's a, what's a weirder thought? A woman trying to imagine what it's like to have something hang between your legs or a guy picturing like walking around like a big titties bouncing. Well, what I was thinking is like, like is a woman pinch and roll offensive though. Like, cause I was, if I did the pinch and well, roll, if someone sees you, yes. Uh, yeah. Like you're, you're little kids do it all the time. Maybe you're a grown man. No. Cause when I run, yeah, I, I feel like I felt what it's like to be a woman. When I run my tits bounce. So I know what it's like, but a girl, I can't imagine having two biomes on your, on your chest. Some, some women, he like, they weigh them down. Wear, they wear sports bras and I wear sports undies yeah. for that reason. No, the, 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 the version sacks, of sports undies is the one with the pouch. Doesn't need the sacks, like sport ones uh, are the only things I wear now. They're sport undies. They hold my sack in place. I wear them for yoga. You know, it's not bad. As far as undie spot, um, speaking of uh, my favorite, you know, my favorite place that I hate, Costco, those Puma boxer briefs, if the, if the only problem is that they say Puma all over the waistband, like Puma, but they're actually pretty decent as like your secondary tier undies. Have you had, have you tried the boxer, the, the Puma boxer briefs? I haven't, briefs? no, but I'll make note <clears throat> of it. Balance, guys, pinch and rolls. And I have another question for you. Again, because I'm, I'm interested. What do you guys think? How do you feel about male paternity leave? I know your brother did it, Rich. I, I fully support it. Um, I think guys that hate their job should do it automatically. I fully support it. <clears throat> Remember the story I told? Was there a Yankee that's on paternity leave? Because I saw the, your boy. I, wait, wait, let me see if I'm right. Let me see if my memory is good just from reading headlines. Your boy Urshela is back on the team. Nope. Urshela's on the twins. Not Urshela. Wait, hold on. Some guy that Cavino would always mention is back on the team now. Right. You're right about because that. Because someone's on maternity on paternity leave. Yep. Oh fuck, not Aaron Hicks. My guy. Wait, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks is on paternity leave. Aaron Hicks, to give you reference, <clears throat> is also the guy who I said made specific goals this season to go 30 30. 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. And um, then we talked about how, hey, maybe we should make our goals more specific so we know what we're aiming for. He hasn't been on a tear. But he hasn't been sucking either. But now he's taken off a few days. Aaron Hicks. He's is, taken off as of now three games, but it may be more. So right now it's just three days assess. Could be a week or two. They haven't said yet. In the meantime, they called up, like Rich said, Miguel Andujar. Andujar. That's it. I'm like, I'm like, I know rookie this guy. of the year, the same year Otani won, which was what, 2019, 2018? So, let me ask you this question then. Miguel and so on, on a baseball note, now we'll, we'll get back to paternity wait, wait, leave. They called up two guys, Miguel and Duhar. Yeah, and, and Duhar. Duhar. Yeah, Duhar's oh. uh, the Indian guy. Oh. Duhar, Duhar. Do you know him? Miguel and Duhar's his 
rookie year was phenomenal. Then, but he then got hurt a, and he's never then, been the same. Then, yeah, I was going to say answer this question because how could a guy be a rookie of the year candidate that I've heard Cavino talk about? Like, yo, bro, Andujar, Andujar. And like, he just got called up. He didn't make the extended 28-man roster that baseball started with this year. He Ever couldn't even make the team. his injury, after yeah. his rookie season, he's never been the same. I was pretty fired down that he didn't win rookie of the year. Again, that was the year Otani won. And Otani's super deserving. Who's pitching today, by the way. Otani pitching today. But I'll give you stats real quick just for fun. In 2018, he had 27 home runs. And he batted 297. The and he's not had, even on a big league team. 297, 27 home runs. He had 92 RBIs. Rookie. And the dude had, I think he led the league or he was up there in doubles. So talk about rookie stats. He was as solid as they get. How do you go from that yeah. to not even being on the team? Exactly. Injury. Injury. You know, ask guys like. And I think that's also a circumstance where the Yankees are pretty stacked, where if he played for 10 to 20 different other teams, he'd probably be on the major league roster playing well, every day. I mean, injury. I, I saw a TikTok video the other day. It was like, who do you think, who comes to mind immediately? When you think of injuries sidelining their career, and I remember the kid in the video, I was like, "Yeah, Derek Rose is probably one of the best answers, the most obvious." Yeah, he was an MVP, yeah. injured. When, every time he comes never back, he's same. solid, but then he gets injured again, or he's never the same. A injury is the answer to a lot of these questions. What happened, dude? Last year, I'll give you. I hate to be a homer, but last year, DJ LeMahieu, he went from being a batting champion to like being a non-factor. Yep. Why hernia? injury so you know when people aren't giving you that 100 whether it's on the field or at the office something's look at, look not at, right look at running backs in the nfl could be health could be all takes health. all takes is a running back to get a little banged up yeah i'm gonna give you two names and you're gonna say holy shit those guys were dominant and now where are they within the last five years Le'Veon bell and todd Gurley. Injury are two guys that were the dominant yeah. guys in, in football. Now it's like, are they even playing? I think they're both out of the league. Penny Hardaway is a great answer. Oh, Shaq yeah. went on record saying that when Penny Hardaway came into the league, he was Kobe. It took Kobe a few years to become Kobe. Yeah. Penny Hardaway was the guy. Injury sideline him. Anytime you see productivity go down, I said productivity. You could say product or product. You're putting a product out there. When you see that go down, productivity something's not right. Yeah. So not wrong. Miguel Andujar, I mean, he could have been rookie of the year. He's back because Hicks is out. Who fell off? I'm trying to think of other guys that fell off where you're like, what happened to that guy? Sometimes it's just wear and tear. Sometimes but, it's a pitcher that was dominant, and you're like, what happened to him? And again, I'll use a Met example like you use a Yankee one, like a Matt Harvey or certain guys that just injuries and they're just never the same. Never the same. Happens in all sports. Happens in life, man. You know, hey, you know never what, the what same. happened to Bob? Bob used to be so productive. Bob's like suffering with mental health problems or something. You know, something's not stirring the way it used to. So, paternity leave. Aaron Hicks, he had this goal in mind. Brandon Webb, great example, by the way, Chris. You clearly, we like this question better. Do we like this question better? Oh, it's, a, I'm just, it's a good one. We could go with it. No, go, go. The, the paternity Would you say LaDainian Tomlinson would be injury or wear and tear? Old. Just, yeah, but he, he didn't play for, that he long. Played, he played for a couple teams and he had he had longevity. You know what it was? It was all of a sudden he got old. Like he, 
as Emmett Smith once once told us, I'll drop a name. Emmett Smith once told us there's one year. I go, how do you know? I said, Emmett, you can promote your uh, foot fungus in a minute. What did he have? Gout. Gout. <laughs> Hold off on the gout a second. Number no 22. for Mr. Gray. Mr. Emmett Smith, I got to ask you, how do you know it's over? And he said, one year, father time just hit you where you come back to training camp where all of a sudden you can't turn the corner anymore. You can't beat someone up the middle. And he's like, you, you just lose a little bit of a step. And I think a guy like LaDainian Tomlinson, he went from being the number one drafted fantasy football player, scoring 15 to 20 Cover touchdowns a year. Like he was the guy. Yeah. To like back up third down back on the Jets. He was the new LT. He what was. What happened? David yeah. Johnson, Stony Hill, man. That's a great example. David Johnson, running back. Zion is a great answer, Raymond, mm. right now, but he'll be back. You know, I think, think Zion's story is not written yet. He's but, also yeah. a victim of like gaining 135 pounds. So, Andujar, Miguel Andujar, Rich is right. I used to sing this dude's praises all the time. That's how and I now knew he's him. coming I'm back like, from the minors. <laughs> and you're like, well, oh, yeah, what happened to that guy? Andujar, bro. Andujar was, that dude hit double. He was a doubles machine. So now he's getting a chance again in the big leagues to yeah. prove that, yo, I'm still that dude that hit 27 home runs my rookie season. Yeah. And he's getting that opportunity because Aaron Hicks is taking paternity leave. We don't have to harp on it. I'm just saying, is there a different vibe about it in sports? I mean, you're still a dad, right? It's still important. But is there, does it still like pinch and roll your nuts a little bit? Um, let me see, hold on. Because it does for me. I'm like, three, how long are you going to be out, dude? You got no, it's you got a responsibility to the Yanks right now. It's a hundred and sixty-two game schedule. I know he has a, a bigger responsibility now, to his family. I if, agree. If, and if he was uh, here, well, we here's didn't my see take. That our whole life. Here's my up. here's well because we were wrong our whole lives. Here's my hot take. And by the way, I'm looking at the answers, but for the oh, question that you didn't want to talk Greg about, Greg Oden. Yeah, a great one was Greg Oden, but also I had bad. Do you knees. remember the white running back Peyton Hillis? Yeah, like a goofy white guy yeah. on the Browns. Yeah, grand opening, grand closing. Um, save this for Fox Sports Radio on Sunday. Yeah. When it comes to injury, who was like who comes to mind immediately when it comes to being affected? Gail Andujar is a great way to start. I and think, and Shaq uh, again, like I said recently, I think it was recently talked about Penny Hardaway saying like, "Yo, he was the dude." So that's another great answer. Um, I I think that if it was the playoffs, and he's like, "I'm taking a week," I think if it's the playoffs. You take a day, you see your kid be born, you play in the playoffs, and then you, uh, you're you a dad in the offseason. The fact that it's April, the Yankees are in first place, and it's 162, as Michael, as Kay would say, three and a half, four hour, what is it? An unmanageable. An unmanageable three and a half, four hour game. I think if he's gone a week, it's the equivalent of like a 10 day Hey, I, I, my ankle's a little sore. I'm going to take a 10-day DL, IL. But keep this in mind, too. When you set such specific goals for your career, and every year matters when it comes to getting that next contract, and you're like, I'm going 30-30, and I'm, I'm on a bit of a streak. I'm playing all right. Now you're going to dip out. You might come back and suck it up. Miguel Andujar, Wally Pips your ass. Tom Brady's your ass. Later, Drew Bledsoe. You never know. You never know. And by the way, Jason Brown had another great answer. Bo Jackson. 
<laughs> so someone say Mike Allstat. <sighs> Come on. Good one. Kerry Wood was had an arm of all arms and you know he kind of reinvented himself he did uh, but later on but yeah all right so it was a two-part doozy based on miguel Enderhar coming back well injuries took him out of the game cove I'll, so t- I'll tell you this that's a great thought to shove up your ass for later and then paternity leave the paternity leave but what if you're on. in the zone though the dude sports? you're giving other people an opportunity now yeah. you got to be confident in what you do i get it right but you you're giving another dude I, an opportunity yeah, to take I, your I, job i look at it this way for years, we have been conditioned, unlike other countries, like, keep in mind, there's, there's a few peculiar things about the United States. How we measure things, right, Spot? Is it like everyone else in the world used the metric system? No, I thought we measured things by how many followers you have on TikTok. Royale with cheese. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that how you measure things? So we, we measure things differently. How many likes you got on your last post? And I think we oddly... Measure things by Instagram likes. No, we, we measure things by like hours of work and how much work you put in. Like the units, the United States. I always give my dick size in centimeters though. It makes it, yeah. It, it, it gives you a little more. Yeah, sounds better. That's the tip of the day. Pun intended. I, I really genuinely think that we, <laughs> we look at things in odd way. Like if anything we learned over the last couple of years, Work doesn't care about you the way you care about work. As the old meme goes, you die, your body won't even, it's not even cold yet. And they already got your job posting up on boss the ma- boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying don't care about work. Pooping on company time is great. But keep in perspective. Grump. That's my, that's the least grumpy. I, I, right? but, but keep in perspective so that's a far uh, from a grumpy, keep in perspective. How much your job truly cares about you versus how much effort you're putting in. Like my favorite example is when you took your daughter Melody to Billie Eilish. Yes. And it was a debate for a minute. You were like, oh, I got to go to ESPN tonight. And I remember you and I chat and I'm like, bro, I think you should take your daughter to Billie Eilish. Six months later with nothing you did wrong, ESPN and powers that be that you didn't even know were like, nope, you're out. They weren't like, oh, well, well I see here on uh April 25th, he took his daughter to see Billie Eilish. Yeah. Get rid of him. No one cared. Like Spot said before, companies, companies, believe it or not, you think you're doing all these little extras. I used to spend all the, these hours in the office, the dedicate my only, time to the, everything. The only reason I would never do it is because we're in a performance-based job. If I worked at any company where I wasn't doing a quote show, if I was a producer or a production guy at Sirius XM or iHeart, and Sarah had the baby, I would have been like, how long do I get? Yeah, I'm going to take most of it. You're- I would. I, the only reason I wouldn't take it now, the only reason my fucking wife had our baby and I was on the air doing play-by-play because I feel a responsibility to our audience. And I know you're saying you these guys should that. have... By the way, you did not have to do that. But you're saying... I wouldn't do But that. you're saying that these guys have a responsibility on that level because they're baseball players. They're athletes. Yeah, as Andrew Hart backs me up. We had this conversation a million times, but to Cavino's point, it's a bit different in sports because you could be quickly replaced. Mm-hmm. That's why I brought up Andujar. Here's a dude who has all the potential in the world. This is his chance back. He gets hot. Guess what? We're in a game of winning. If he gets hot, yeah. Hicks comes back and he's like, what's up? Hey, Andujar is on fire. Sorry, man. Now your contract and your goal of 30-30 is in question because mm. you took too many days off. He might be thinking, and you're he doing the right think, thing. He might be thinking. I'm not saying he's doing the wrong thing. It's just not something that we grew up 
thinking was normal. I think it's a change of, I think it's a change of ideology where the real answer lies somewhere in between. Like you shouldn't be the guy that's like, who cares? I'll take a month off, but you shouldn't be the guy that's like, how long um, did your brother take off? Like a months, whatever the live, like let's say, but Jim, again, he doesn't really love my brother. Hates it. My brother, my brother hates his job and doesn't give a fuck. If my brother is usually 12 weeks. Yeah, so my brother Three took it, whatever it was. Let's say it was 12 weeks. My brother's like, I will take 12 weeks and one day. Like he, because he's like, I don't care at all. Some people don't care at all. Okay. Let me ask you this. What if it was football? Every game counts. They don't play every day. So if he took a week off one, I know it's, uh, it's, but even if he misses practice throughout that week, you know, like you're missing tape, you're, you're missing a lot. You're, you're preparing for that weekend's game. So because there's 162 games and it doesn't matter, it's almost like, yo, what if it, there's gotta be some sort of like, again, balance here. All right. Let's think about this, women. This guy, these guys are bringing home for the most part. We're talking about professional like, sports athletes here. Rich, you kind of alluded to it by saying, you know, if you're just a regular dude doing it, I think in the corporate world, the higher the level you are, the less likely you are to take three months off. Huh. I think so. Do you think, I, do you think, do I you agree. Think, uh, do you think uh, Scott Greenstein would take three months of family? No, because it shows you're not that important. Right. So I think obviously in a, in a something like sports, how long, did Z, is, how long did Zito take? Do you know when Mark Zito and his wife had a baby? I don't think he took that long. And he it's like, he's worked, a guy that probably is, worked from he, home. He's a guy that makes important moves, but I feel like he was like, yeah, I'm taking some weeks. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I don't know. I'm not saying you shouldn't take any days off. You know, you should especially be there. Of course. Not but. to mention these people can afford things to, uh, uh, you know, pick up the slack. Like a lot of times, like someone like me would take family leave in order to either, you know, obviously spend time with your newborn, but to also, you know, pick up the slack and, and care for a child and not have to worry about uh, getting health, uh, child care and all this stuff uh, during the day. And you should also stagger it too, I believe. Yeah. What if you're the quarterback of the team? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss a week. You're the fucking quarterback of the team. You're more important than the guy on special teams. Cares about that guy. Yeah, I. You know, it, it depends. It's like a sliding scale. It's like, it, it's interesting because the, I I hate when com- I hate that's when, what we're talking. I about. hate when conversations, Cavino. Yeah, I hate when conversations go the way where the real answer is well depends on the situation because then you're not really given an answer because i but thought that's about, why i say it's still it's, it's still, such a itches my balls a little it's such bit because it's, it's something still off about it there's a sliding scale of all right i'll give you an example let's say it's a woman i have to be sexist because the woman's the one having the kid okay yeah she's a woman Remember the old school thing where women had babies because right. they were women? Yeah. Right. She, her body is going through more, which means she needs more recovery time. Right. Yeah, you need the recovery. Woman, right? You dropped the nut the, nine months ago. The, the, the husband nothing. comes in here and is like, was we had the baby. It was pretty epic nut. It should almost be like the woman now says, okay, now get back to work because you got to worry about providing for this baby. Yeah, but not sit whole, here no, and no. fucking hang out with me. The, no. The other answer would be, we had a baby. Help support me through the beginning stage of this kid's life because you work yeah. for a company who who can allows this. You, you can't so, replace it. It's against the law. According to eventually, dude, I'm like you know, it's against the law. So, uh, is uh, Aaron Boone like sorry? Well, sports hey, are different. Uh, sports are different. 
If you work for no, you're not listening. I understand it's against the law, but it, it's gonna. I, you know, someone else, you're giving someone else the opportunity to really show their value and their worth. I have a friend that worked. Have, I have a friend in Texas to. who had a baby. I have a friend in Texas who had a baby and she got a job. She got a new job when she was seven months pregnant because they couldn't prejudice against hiring her. Of course. No, no, but she got the job and was paid for like, worked like two weeks, had a baby and then was paid women. for I also months. Love, I also love the women that look for new jobs during their maternity leave. Yeah. So they're getting paid doing nothing. Why not? And then just come back, leave their jobs and get a new job. Spa, on a side note, how do you feel about men that say we're pregnant? We're pregnant. I mean, semantics. Semantics. <laughs> uh, FMLA allows you to, to take off the Department of Labor. It's the U.S. Department of Labor. Allows you to take off within one year of your child's birth. That's why I'm saying like staggering. Like you could take a couple personal days around the, the birth of the child. But then if you wanted to take leave, stagger it with your wife or either, you know, your girlfriend, whatever, the person having the child, you know, and then you could kind of spread out I the see, child I want to see how Rich felt if it was fucking George Kittle before a big game. No, I, let me tell you something. I agree with Kyle, which is rare. He said, stop using sports as an example because it the, is the example, no, no, Kyle, you uh, numbskull. That's what the story's about. That's what right. the story is yeah, about. You're, you're using. You can't tell me to stop. You're using. That's why I you're using Aaron Hicks and Anduhar as your jump off. But what I'm saying and what Kyle's saying is that sports is in a different category because they but are. Don't paid, tell me to stop. Hold on. That's where it started. They are paid a ton of money, and it's a performance-based fans stadiums. If you're a sales guy for, I don't know, fucking Ford. If you yeah, but we're seeing this trickle into sports now. Oh, oh that's yeah, what okay, makes it that, that's what I'm saying. So you, your trickle into sports is interesting, right? But the average guy, I think, more and more and more people are realizing, fuck it, I work for this company and they don't care about me. But you know what? It's legal that they need to let me take paternity leave. All right, let's say it's a woman because you're right; they go through a million times more than a guy when this happens. Baby happens, of course. Now. I know that, let's say Nicole from the morning mashup. Never heard of her. She's like the main person on that show. But no offense to Ryan or Stanley T, but Nicole's like the probably the, the main person on the morning mashup, right? If she has, let's say she had a kid now, she's going to take some time off. But do you think because she's in a performance-based industry, it would be in Nicole's best interest to be like, I'm going to take six months off from being the morning girl. No, because she's I don't, and, and she didn't. But it's all like. But it what I'm saying, I think to, people it goes back to a spot set. I think it's a self. If assessment. you're doing it, then you're not that important. I agree. It's a self assessment, and I think so. It's, then you're self assessing to the people who pay right, you, so and I'm not that important. I, I think like it's really, a generational thing. But spot one last point. I think it's a generational thing for sure, right? Because your old school mindset is like, oh, not taking time off. In the new school is like, I'll take every minute. However. I think there is a sliding scale of importance. There, there has to be because if you're in a performance based thing. You're not going to want to be gone for that long. But if you're at a company where you're just another cog, like I work at the Chevy factory, you'll always be a cog with that mentality. Always. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just it's and, and so the comp, you know, back to what Rich said, it's a boring answer. Yeah, you got to be there for your kid. I say you while you're still the worker in this. You're not having the baby. She had the baby. You get back to work like three days as soon as you can. What uh, Andrew Hart? Andrew Hart is so wrong about this. He, he says it has nothing to do with importance. Hogwash. I 
If you're an important player or cog in your company, you can't be like, yo, your, your Nicole example peace is out. good. Yeah, I thought Nicole is a great example. She could have took more time off, but I think she took a few weeks like every mom should. But I think at one point after a month, she was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, uh, how about like compromise? I'll be on the air, but uh, this is before COVID. I remember her, I think her thing was like, I'll do the show from home. But uh, that was like her compromise. Like I'm on paternity, I'm on maternity leave, but I'll do the show from home. I'm not coming in, but I don't want to leave like, you hanging. Like Rich, you... <laughs> Did a radio show while your child was being born. Because we so, have a, I feel like we have a responsibility. Exactly. But I, mean, I would I would be Aaron I would not be Aaron Hicks right now. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't I not I wouldn't do what Rich did. I wouldn't. Yeah. That yeah, was his, I wouldn't by any means. I think that's his I uh, mean, I wouldn't I for me, I don't think I would take this much as need for speed. Like when I when I had my surgery, I did like what was medically suggested and took off and then and then planned to come back to work like i could, i came back mid-december i could have just said oh, i'm coming back in the new year after the holidays but i came back mid-december because i started to feel better and and my i was medically cleared and i went back to work i'm go, i'm glad i was on the air with you guys the day sarah had emmy because now i you look at that I, I have i have i'll forever have audio of the moments my child was born like that we broadcasted. But uh, I'm wild. telling you, there's like, by the way, you know, what makes the story a, more fun up to a certain level, right? Yeah. Up to a certain level. I'm telling you, it is about importance. I think, you know, if, if you're a low level, of course, take off because they can't fire you. If you're mid level, you probably have people that work for you. You can correspond with them, but don't have to be as active and the work will get done. And if you're high level, you're just too important to disappear. You, no matter how many people are beneath you, you are running shit. Yeah, so you're basically your brother, in other words. And I would and argue, he had every right to take off, but he advertised everybody. I, He's not that important. And I would argue that the people <laughs> in the upper echelon of the corporate world are equivalent to the everyday people in the sports world. Like, if you're a player, you're the upper echelon. Yeah, it's so funny. Aaron Hicks has provided all these awesome thoughts for the show. Thanks, Aaron Hicks. Yeah, because, again, he wanted to go 30 for 30, set specific goals, we should also do that. You ready? Get this though. He's taking paternity leave. So they call up a former all-star, a former potential rookie of the year. And, and here's what makes the story fun. So just something to keep an eye on. Aaron Hicks, who's having a decent season so far. You want to check his stats real quick? Yeah. He's, he's, he's playing moderately decent. It's still early. He has like one home run. But he's, he's swinging a decent bat. He's off. Our lives is trickling into sports as we described. But Miguel, 270, 273. 273, but yeah. One homer. Good for now. No doubles. No, eh. Miguel Andujar says, right? And here's the issue, guys. Here's the, the, the nugget. Miguel Andujar nuggets. swears. This is what makes the story fun now. Swears. Swears he's going to hit like it's 2018 again if the Yankees ever gave him this chance. And now's his chance. Oh. That's so. Do you want to take that many of these off while this guy's fucking hungry? It's a risk, Carnal. Life's a risk. Yo, someone always willing to do that shit. Yo, me personally, I'm like, yeah, Grant Random, keep taking days off on lithium because this dude's hungry. I'll take it. I want that. Keep taking off. And every day you take off on lithium on SXM, you're great and all, but every time you take off, I'm going to come on and bring the fucking fire. I'm bringing the heat because I want that. Miguel Andujar wants that. 
He wants that opportunity. He's getting it because this dude's taking off. How long? We don't know. Does he have the right to take off? Yeah. Should he be there? 100%. It's federally, it's it's federally mandated. All right. Well, hey. That he has the right to take off. Throwing it out there. I mean, Covino's making a great point, but it might be federally mandated or any of the things you're saying. It doesn't mean... I made a two shot. Trying to find something. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm Men, trying to find. Women, you could understand, dude. They can't get back right away. The man, you're like, eh, you, people at the office are looking at their watch. You even have the right to take off for an adopted child. Serious health condition. I did that. To care for a family member. Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. It's a, it's a story that's kind of fun. They, even if uh, you don't like sports, it's kind of fun. Because this dude is like, yo, if I get my chance, it's on. I have another question for you. Yeah. No, I'm trying to, I'm trying like to find something. Questions? Sure. Find it. I got another question for you. How long is my penis in centimeters? Is Spot's penis in centimeters? Give or take a few centimeters. You ever see how women really don't know inches but men do if you go like this to a man men will be like yeah five six inches if you go like this to like a girl she's like i don't know like nine ten it's because guys it have lied to her yeah. it works in your favor yeah. yeah because guys you know what it all comes down to because guys have me measured their dicks yeah that's really you, yeah, every guy roughly have, know, every, every guy no, roughly knows what six inches you looks have like a reference of inches but you can be measuring you can be you can be measuring something like you could be at home depot and you're like oh yeah that's a six inch panel yeah like, <laughs> no it's absolutely oh, true is, uh, they've dumb. done studies on this and they've done videos on it. It's like you ask any girl, like, how long is that? She's like, I don't know, like 30 inches. And guys yeah, are like, yeah, no, guys, I'm, a like, solid, like I'm, a, I'm a solid. Oh, you know what I saw? This, this is a dumb social media thing. I'm a solid 17. I feel like maybe you guys are the type of guys that lie about your junk. Because I, I'm at, but with centimeters, by the way, I wouldn't have any clue. Can't, like, wait to, I can't wait to go home and give Kristen the 17 centimeters. centimeters. I, uh, I saw something on social media and I, I got to be honest, it, it made me laugh because there are guys that measure from like their butthole you know what i'm talking about sorry what they all measure right, the, they all include, right hold on they include the hold taint on. in spot, the measurements spot no no i'm gonna stand up give me one second i'm not gonna whip out my johnson there are guys that will i need to stand up a little measure bit. from above their junk right yeah measure that way yeah uh -huh. there are some guys that put like the measuring tape or something like under their fucking grundle measure out that way and it's giving guys like an extra uh, i saw this on tiktok and it's like guys it's like yeah, yeah you measure from like under your balls by your butthole i'm like what those are the guys that are like those are the guys that have an average penis that think they have a huge penis wow. because they are measuring no you measure from the base spot you measure from How above right you go you, spot you measure from above yeah and you like you know you push down if you have a little extra yeah, but I you push down real hard. Yeah, yeah. fupa. You really like push down. So you I got scar can, 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 scars on, yeah. on that area. Camino has what well, Camino has the equivalent of a what? Camino looks like he has a C-section scar, but it's it's just a ruler scar from ruler trying mark. to. Yeah, yeah it's, an it's not a scar. It's just a permanent <laughs> indentation. But but do you get what I'm saying? Like some guys will measure from above their Johnson, and that's a measurement. Some guys will start the measuring tape or ruler under their. Like by their taint, and that is giving idiots an extra inch or so. So those are the guys with an average penis that go around saying, "Yeah, I got like a seven, eight so inch spot, dick," and saying, it's like, "No, you don't." Spot, you're saying your Johnson is six point six nine three inches. Uh, it's actually seventeen point seven eight centimeters. It's about seven. Yeah. If he's saying, I got a solid if he's seven. saying seventeen, I just, I just, I rounded down. Mm. Um, it's seventeen point seven eight. That's um, not what I was going to ask you, Spot. 
But yes. I was going to say, how long? Now is your penis. How long has this been going on? You do, how long? You know, by the way, you know you have like internal penis. That's why when you oh, lose, so you measure that too. <laughs> when you lose weight, You're that's in, why you gain penis because there's oh, more penis on the inside. I didn't know you had an so, internal hog. So you know, you have more penis inside. So you measure. You should measure your internal hog. Gotta be honest. I'm trying to find something, guys. You have internal hog. I, I think I found e- it. Eternal hog. I think I found this girl. It has to do with you an, mean external. Oh, are, we, are we passed no, the whole like paternal eternal flame? Are we uh, passed the paternity hog. leave, or are we uh, have we have we passed that? Are we, we on to uh, measuring penises? Okay. Yeah. That, not right. even. I, I I said how long. I haven't even gotten to the question yet. All right. Another question for you. Rock on! That's Rock our trans- on, everybody. That's our transition. Rock on. You could continue looking for what you're looking for. All right. It's all good. Because I think it makes sense. Oh, here. Spot, you said you love this girl, too. Oh, Sophia Beverly? You still love her for real? I just love... She's or is per- it like your joke? I'm, just, I'm being curious. I'm serious. Like, she's I, perfected the titty bounce. I'm not into it. The flop. She knows how to start a walk that'll make those things bounce with a bang energy in hand. I just sent you an Instagram post spot on our CNR text massage. And this is a woman that I think she's great on TikTok and Instagram. You might not think so, but she talks about how is it to navigate the boundaries of work. Oh, I showed, I introduced you to this girl. You know, but I've, I take credit for her. I find spot. You take credit for her. If that I means will. so much to you, it does right, spot spot Rich, found her Rich as well as 2.3 other million weekend. people. Rich had the nerve this weekend to show me as if I didn't send him the clip. That's where it gets annoying. You're right, because we haven't ever <laughs> like, sent each you, other the same clips over and over. Have you heard, this, heard about this girl? No, she talks about boundaries. And- when someone tells you something, right? Yeah. And then you go and tell that person some shit that they told you. Yeah, but it's, it that's could be, frustrating. It could be a simple like, like I'm it, the it, one it, that yeah, told you. It that. could be a simple like, yo, I'm the one that told you. Not a fucking like rude like, yo, I'm the, I discovered it. Like you well, didn't discover it. You're, are, you're not Columbus. So I'm saying those are two different things. Spot didn't need credit for that, but when you so like sounds like you want a credit for it, he could have simply said, "Yo, you do what I'm the guy that showed you," and I would have said, "Oh yeah, you maybe maybe you were the guy." But I I was talking about this woman with my high school friends, and she really is funny on how she describes boundaries at work and how she has a whole series of how to say blank like, "Yo, stop giving me more work, asshole." How to say that in a corporate way, and I think she's fantastic. Spot, if you want to play like one or two of her uh, one or two of her clips. I think she's really good. She has a whole series. So does Spot. Spot thinks she's fantastic. Never. Oh, play one of her two of her clips as if I haven't seen hundreds of them. Yes, oh, I think she's really good. And pick your oh, favorites. You should, oh, you should check it out. Uh, no, what, what Spot is saying is annoying, though, to make that point clear. It's not about who discovered her. Yeah, I'm not I on know, Team I, Spot with that. Clearly, Rich, I, is, Rich is very... Uh, <laughs> infamous <laughs> for saying things like this. Kavino, did you hear Miguel Andujar being called back up? And I'll look at him. I'm like, you mean Clearly, I'm the one that told you that? She doesn't have one follower and that follower is me. Yeah, she has but millions of followers. I've found her. I've watched her for a long time. I showed her to the both of you based on a conversation we had recently. And then you turned around and said, oh, you should, you should check out this girl. She talked about like corporate world stuff. I'm like, Oh, really? Her and corporate Natalie are great. I love corporate Natalie. Let's corporate see. Natalie mocks people see on like Zoom calls. Uh, um, I mean, the second one's pretty good. Coworkers that don't understand boundaries. She ends everything. You might know her. She ends everything with toodaloo. 
Oh, she's fucking great. of her, how do you say, she does like a, yeah. f- a few different types of things. Yeah. Especially say, I told you so, and now this is your problem. I did previously note that this was a likely outcome. How do you plan to resolve this? Our deadline is approaching. Hurry up. As our deadline is quickly approaching, can you provide an update as to where you are in completing this task? Stop trying to make me do your work. I'm not able to offer you additional support in completing your workload as I'm at capacity with my own assigned responsibilities. I'm mostly done with my meetings for today. What about you? See, moistly. Uh, Ah, damn it. How do you profess- So she just, she does all these like how to turn what you really want to say into corporate lingo, but she also talks about when coworkers don't understand boundaries. And it just shows like we live now in a world where because you got this bad boy in your hand, your smartphone, people think they could hit you up on a Saturday. People think they could hit you up at eight o'clock at night. And it's like, no, I'm uh, like, there's no more clocking out. Yeah. There's no more clocking out because are you ever really clocked out in the corporate world today? I'm on vacation right now. Oh yeah. But. I know there's a guy we work with at SXM, and I got to be honest, I'll give him a pat on the back for this. I don't want to call him out, but from what I understand, he was on vacation for a week, and throughout that week, he got bothered so many times that he went to HR, and he's like, I'm going to reimburse another week of vacation, because if I'm on vacation and I had to handle three troubleshooting things, you owe me another week's vacation. They're like, okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because if you're on vacation with your wife or something or your girlfriend, and... You're getting calls like, yeah, we're on the, uh, we need to solve this uh, thing with uh, the LL Cool J channel. It's like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm on the beach. Well, my daughter bothered me while I was on vacation because she was with her mom. <laughs> can I cash in another you can vacation? cash in on that, yes. No, Wait a should, second. You, you guys, you should uh, demand money back. Yeah, you got a little back of your child support this month. Oh, you were supposed to be support. responsible for her that week. You ruined my vacation. I get another one. We work on this through the week. Yeah, see, just play one of them. This girl uh, that spots discovered is fantastic. Her name's Low. Uh, What's her name? Low Whaley. I don't. I, have, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. I can't tell. Um, you work on this through the weekend. You should be able to get it done by Monday. Well, I'm unable to work this weekend. I will ensure this gets prioritized during my working hours. Why can't you work this weekend? I work through the weekends all the time. I was unaware that overtime was available this weekend, but for future reference, where should I build those hours? When you joined this team, I thought you said you worked hard. Yes, I said I was a hard worker. Not that I would sacrifice my personal time for this job. To you to Lou. You work on this. Like, like yeah, she, I think she's fantastic. I don't, I don't think we should condone spot watching these videos. Because when we want a video done on Friday, like he's gonna hit us back with one of these fucking doozies. Oh, if he hit you with a toodaloo. Well, I mean, if, we have a different. I said I work hard. Not yeah, but we have, we have a different type toodaloo. of job. We're, we're never off the clock because we don't have oh. conventional hours. Oh. oh, really? You think you're off the clock? I mean, maybe you should set a little personal. You guys are off the clock constantly. Maybe you should set some personal boundaries. Rich is off the clock. Maybe Rich, you Rich fucking doesn't hit you back. Yeah. If he doesn't want to. I oh, hit no. you up about a clip. I don't hear a peep for 24 hours. I don't hear a peep until the next I, day. I, uh, I clock out. I have you, my little, I, outside, our, outside the studio, I have a little. It sounds like that. At least Cavino's like fucking on my case constantly. <laughs> you need two people on your case constantly? I'm just saying, like, you know, if well, you want, if you want to take like, your personal time, Spottle, why can't I have time the off? The way it works behind the velvet rope. <laughs> Spot all create a clip like he did yesterday. He created a great clip of the rock horns photos yeah. and that whole conversation and, we and had. I like to run it by because sometimes you'll catch something that I don't right. catch. You'll okay. catch something just for that second I don't approval, catch. second you'll, second. you'll hear like, oh, maybe we shouldn't post that because of this. And I'll try to get back to spot as soon as I can. I'll watch it and like, oh yeah, maybe we should take that out or yeah, it's great. Post. Nothing. Sometimes Rich is on that do not disturb time. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is understandable. But at the same time, I don't want to be on the clock twenty four seven. I need I need boundaries in my life. 
I can't, you can't like be hitting me up at 11 o'clock at night when I'm about to go to sleep saying spot where you're going to go. Grumpy. So there's our boundaries. I'll give, you, I'll give you one. Like he sent us a clip last when, when night. Spot hits us with a toodaloo. We know where it came from. We're going to totally start dropping that. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what it was? You hit me while I was uh, playing softball and then bedtime for the kids. So Why I, was like, have, you know, I mean, you nice should time. be on 24 7. You can't be playing softball. <laughs> no time off. Job's different. Our job's different now. Yeah. What do you mean? You can't play softball. That sounds like uh, you're off having fun. That's not work. Boundaries. Exactly. Boundaries. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. He was on baternity leave. Get it? Baternity bat leave. Baternity. Ba yeah. Baternity bat leave. Yeah. yeah. Toodaloo. Rich is always playing softball. <laughs> bat Toodaloo. That was weak. <laughs> you going to let that fly? You think your dick jokes are great? But paternity leave. I think paternity leave <laughs> was fantastic. Bad. That might have been his best joke of the year. Um, so I was about to ask a question. Not how long is Spot's dick in centimeters. That was a great one. Not how long has this been going on. That was great. Not how long. Anything? How long? Anything? Anymore? How long do you wait until you cash in on the favor? Good question. Sliding scale of... of Rules, you know, hey, I just met a girl. How long do I wait? You know, back in the 90s, it was three days. Nowadays, yeah. it's like, I don't know, that night. right? Five minutes later. Five minutes later, because there's vultures in her DMs like every day. So, yo, yo, the rules yo, change. This is different. I'll give you the example. This past week before I went to Mexico, I hung out with Brother Jose. I told you, right? Brother, my birthday, bro. So good to see you, bro. Mm-hmm. I met some dude, and he was like, Cavino? I was like, yeah. It's a good feeling. Bro, you're the funniest motherfucker on Turbo. I was like, see that, Jose? See? See that, bro? See? Like, whatever, bro. <laughs> He's like, yo, dude, I listen to you all the time, man. I'm a big fan. He's like, I, he goes, yo, pleasure to meet you. Bring it in. So I don't really know that many people here. So I'm like, oh, it's my chance to bond with the guy. Cool. Seems cool guy. He likes me. You like me? I love you right back. That's how it works for me. This dude, as it turns out, runs LA Live. Runs. Oh, it. damn. That's good. So that conversation yeah. turned into, dude, I used to, I worked at ESPN. I used to be there all the time. LA Live, bro. I'm right like, there. So I had to investigate to be friends with. Yeah, I'm like, wait, you, what do you mean you run LA Live? And he's like, yeah, I run LA Live. Impressive. And then, why well, don't know, even more impressive? Dude does one of these. Oh, wait, hold on. Dude does one of these. He gave you a fanny pack? He has a fanny pack and he nah. opened it up in front of you? Nah, he's like, give me your phone. Give me your phone. Oh, yes, yeah, the little tap he's card. Like, Boop. Yeah. All his information. Whoa. On a digital. Yeah. How little, do you do? I've seen those on Instagram. They're pretty cool. Uh, yeah, his look dope. Yeah. His look dope. Oh. All his information. Uh -huh. He tapped, if you're not watching, he tapped his digital business card onto my phone. Just tapped it. All his information was right there. But did he pull it out of his fanny pack? No, I just did mine for a fact. Okay. That's I think, I keep he, I, think I think you should carry a fanny pack and pull your card out of a fanny pack. It's effective. But now you got this guy's info. What did he... So this guy goes... What did he say to you? After bullshitting even more, you know, it dawned on me again. I'm like, this dude runs LMF. What does that mean? Like, what do you mean? He's like, it means what it means. 
I run LA Live. I'm like, wow, okay. That's where the Staples Center is. You know, that's where we did ESPN. It's a whole complex in Los Angeles. I've briskly walked around LA Live. Right. I've never run it though. I was like, I still got my parking pass. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm not even joking. He goes, How do you like do you like Cirque du Soleil? I was like, do oh I love Cirque God. du Soleil? God. Does Talk he know about, your Cirque oh boy? I was like, I'm God. going to Mexico next week. I'm seeing, is it Hoya? I'm seeing Hoya in Mexico next week. In fact, a month ago, you were in Vegas and you saw Ka. Ka. I, I mean, said, yo, you're talking to the guy who's all about it right now. Do I like Cirque du Soleil? Do I? He's like, hey, listen, man. Hit me up anytime. I'll get your girlfriend. Bring your daughter. You want to go bring some friends? You know, anytime you need anything, man, hit me up. I, dude, I love you. I'm a big fan. You're friends with Jose. It's a pleasure to meet you. But yo, hit me. I'm one of your friends. So, again, that was what? Like last week. Yeah. Then I went to Mexico. It's one of those, like, how fast do you strike while the iron's hot sort of thing just to keep that okay. guy, you know, just to keep that favor going or keep that relationship alive. You know, it's not even about, well, let me cash in. It could be, hey, I want to continue that friendship. Which, by the way, dude, this is a whole other side subject. When Jordan sees people that intrigue her, she thinks, I'd love to be friends with that person. I never think that way. <laughs> I really don't. Clearly. Is that a guy thing? Or no, it's, thing? Uh, it's clear. You just don't like friends. It's bad for your... Do you think uh, that way? Yeah. And, you and see people like... You, you, I see people like... I met a guy cool. last night at my softball game. And you're like, I want to be and friends I was with like, him? I was like, next time I have a barbecue, I may invite him over I because s- I think I would want to be friends I with him. I am constantly on the hunt for new that. friends. Okay, see, that's a whole different I'm conversation. to replace all no, not, not that I'm saying I don't acknowledge cool people. No, not that... I don't look at them and think, that's a person I want to be friends with. Jordan often well, does. No, no, no. I don't look at him in a sense of like I'm seeking out new friends, but a great example would be I started playing ball with a handful of new guys. Yeah. And let's say there's one guy on the team that I could tell has my sense of humor and we're goofing around, you know, laughing. Like in my mind, I know like, you know, next time I have like a fight night or people over to watch a game or a barbecue or a pool party this summer, I'm like, maybe I'm like, hey man, if you want to come by, I don't know if you're single, bring your girl, whatever. Like I might... For me, you know, like, so, I think that was such way. a more organic but, thing. Like it happens as in time and develops and, and things yeah. like that. And I want to be friends with people that I want to be friends with, not because of what they do. Like I wouldn't say, oh, this guy runs LA Love. I want to be friends with him. Yeah. I'll, I'll maintain a, a relationship with him, but I'm not going to be. I, I'm just because he does something. Okay. Doesn't mean we'll be friends. Well, let's get, let's get back to the question. We'll be this friendly. guy offered me something, right? Yeah. Now. I have your answer. A week and I a half or so has gone by. Based on previous experience. What's the etiquette? What's the protocol to like, hey, I just just throwing it out there. Too late already. No. I no. Wanna, I well, s- I was away, so. Can I answer first and then Rich, you can give yeah. an answer? Because yeah. I want to say fuck you to both of you. Okay. Many years ago, we had a man on our show uh, by the name of, uh, what was his name? Rayo. Thank you. Frank Rayo Jr. I don't know what his name was. It's not Rayo, but yeah. f- let's, let's call him Frank Rayo. My Rayo. example I thought of, yeah. Yeah. Frank Rayo Jr. He was the son of the guy that he was a chef and the son of the guy that ran Rayos. And they wrote and he the book. said to you, hey, got to have you guys up to the restaurant. Come on. Uh, you know, let me know anytime. But Reach you got to explain. Come up. It's an invite only. It's an invite. It's a restaurant where they do one seating a night. Right. Every table is owned almost like a timeshare. Yeah. Like, so unless you own a table or know someone that owns a table, 
or show up and wait, hoping that someone doesn't show up for their dinner reservation, which probably rarely happens. You can have a bunch of uh, you can have a bunch of sassy friends in New York City, and none of them have ever been to Rayo's because yeah. it is not easy to get to. We were invited, we waited too long to By the point where the owners. And then it got to the point where months and months and months and had passed, and we're like, I think we can no longer and I reach out. Fired. And I yeah, and I blame me you. I, I actually, blame I do blame you because we were waiting for you to show up, be in town. We were waiting for uh, waiting we wanted for to do the whole group Layla. to do yeah. it, um, and it just never panned out. And time yeah. went on, and it happens. My too. wife to this day hates that we never went because she oh, she was we had been wanting to go, and then when we had the guy on the show. And had the opportunity, she said, we have to go now. I think there's a, you know what, to to answer, if you want the real answer to your question, I think you don't need to cash in that favor right away. What was his final answer, though? He gave an example. What was the answer, like, right away? Um, So I would say within, yeah, strike while the irons, do it as soon as possible. It's still fresh in his mind. I don't think strike on the favor and again, it, this is not about using people, but if they offer up, no. a, they offer up a gesture like, hey, um, I'll, I'll give you one. If someone goes, hey, um, you need to properly take advantage. Of I it. have, uh, I don't know. I have a summer rental place in Long Beach, California. Covino, you and Jordan should come by. You can't hit that person up three months later and be like, I didn't even mention something about a, like a cool rental property by the beach. Now, I think if a week, a couple days later, you're like, hey, man, really good meeting you. Let's stay in touch. Maybe this summer we'll hang. You got to do the follow-up. Yeah, I think you need to do a follow-up. So. Like, like Stone Cold Steve Austin to name drop. He said, yo, no bullshit, guys, for real. If you're ever down in Texas, oh, actually, I want to take you guys hunting. And we never did it because we're losers. You got, I mean, but you know what? If, if a week constantly doing this, people are constantly yeah. saying to the two of you, let's do something together. And you take it as courtesy and not on merit. And if you took them up on it, yeah. I guarantee you they'd be all about so it. So we're failing at the follow-up. If um, anything, I would say, here's what I would say, suggest to you specifically in this situation. Steve, It's called Ovo. The LA show. I, I would say Ovo Cirque du Soleil. Hey, uh, back from Mexico, saw that saw the Cirque show in Mexico it was fantastic. Great meeting you. Thought of you. Thought of you. Great meeting you at Jose's party. Looking forward to uh, you know maybe a link up again and going to see the show. Better. Hey man, great meet. Great meeting you. Hey man, great meeting you at Jose's party. And it was. Yeah, yeah. we had. A, he was the guy I talked to most. Hey bro, great meeting you at Jose's party. Actually saw a Cirque show. When I was in Vegas with my girl, made me think of you. Let's catch up soon for a drink. What you're doing by saying that is you're you're keeping the relationship going, and you would not be opposed to having a drink with this guy. He said he was a cool guy. Yeah, but now I'm forcing a friendship just for yeah. tickets. I don't I, like I, that. I don't. If you, but you said it wasn't about. I would. You said I, it wasn't about using him. You said you actually enjoyed his company. I did, I but I'm say, not. You know, I don't know if I want to. No, I would. Hang say, I would. I would take that out of the out of it, and then when. You, he does do you a favor because I guarantee you're going to take him up on it. You're going to go see Cirque. You love Cirque. You and Jordan or Cirque heads. Cirque boy. Cirque heads. Uh, then afterwards, you say, hey, thanks again for hooking me up. Would love to take you out a, for a drink to return the favor. And then you build them the relationship. That There it is. Hey, it just dawned on me that I have to probably hit this guy up if I'm going to ask him for tickets eventually. And But you don't want to do it. You don't want to like let a year go by. I would say three months minimum. Nah, people forget the encounter. That's in today's world, especially. But if you said, "Hey, it's hey, it's Kavino Mecha at Jose's party," um, you know, would love to come check out the Cirque show. I'm I'm sure he'd be 
you'd be like, oh, yeah, great. Let me hook you up. I would say you got to do it within that week. It wasn't like Nowadays. you met him at some random thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hard to forget. So this is an exception. I mean, look at that face. I'm saying in a, in a regular scenario. No, he already was aware of what I did. And, you know, I was friends with Jose and all that stuff. So it's not like he's going to be like, who? In a regular scenario, I think you got to hit him up. Hit up that person with the next few days. Within that week. Within that week. Because, again, you don't want to seem like super desperate guy either. But within that week, to refresh their memory of like, yeah, remember what we talked about? That meeting and, oh, you were going to set this up. And, yeah, whatever the promise was. So just something to think about. And uh, I'll be going to Ovo sometime soon, I guess, based on this story. Can we go? I'd love to go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's really offering. I mean, tell him, tell him a group. They do. Of, they, tell him your group wants to they go. They host concerts. They host everything. So do it now, Alex Berman. Now. Like Lakers games. Can we go to Lakers games? I mean, the guy runs LA Live. Let's go see the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, digital business cards. Let's go see the Lakers. And I have to say, on a total back, side note, they're playing I, was, again. I was so impressed by that. I'm that type of guy that's easily impressed by some shit like that. I didn't even know it existed. That little taparoo. I didn't know taparoos worked on your phone. Have you never seen the ads on, uh, no. on the gram? Lisa, this is how Cove is programmed. What does that mean? What is she saying about me? How am I programmed? I'm just curious. I have no idea what that means. No. Anyway, I'm reading feedback. Thanks for all the feedback, guys. Thank you, I'm Key. Thank you, Casey, Alex. Kyle, Lisa, definitely deuced. So I was grumpy. You too grumpy in the middle of the show. No, I was outside help my mom with it. Oh, that's a lie. My mom didn't know how to turn on the TV. All right. So no, anyway, you were in the bathroom the whole time. If you was the TV, you would have gone come through the other door. She just took a shit. I just came through that door. Oh, did he? Yeah. Which door did he come through? You were there. I didn't he see. He went it. into the bathroom. Came yeah, I went the to the manual. bathroom and then I went in there. Grumpy. Grumpy. Grumpy on your head. All right. Well, just throwing that question out there. Grumpy. I think you have to act fast. Grumpy. Because you do meet people and say, hey, you know what? I could connect you with so and so. Hey, you know what? Here's my information. And then you let that shit sit. You got to jump on it. You let that grumpy sit. Like a hot chick. Yeah. I took a bash. Grumpy. (laughs) Well, anyway, how long do you wait? Or you hit up for the actual favor that was given. I think you got to strike hard, strike fast. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. Yeah, I think you got to at least make the contact. You don't ask for the favor because then you seem like a user. And if you really do want to create some type of professional or personal relationship, the more time that passes, Kavino's right, the more time you have to forget the interaction you had with that person. If you're coming off a fresh, exciting interaction... You know, then, yeah, I why not? To, I have to do that follow-up, I'd say, right about today. Oh, can he hook you up with a, a toss salad from Yard House? That's an L.A. Live. That's an L.A. Live. Seed salad. The seed salad. Hey. Name one after me. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Um, so, act on, Lisa says, act on any favors people want to give you. Yeah, because you know why? It me, it's nothing mm. for, it means nothing for him. Like, yeah, sometimes I realize, like, it's a big deal. To him, it's yeah, a matter sometimes of... Sometimes people just throw bullshit out there, too. To him, it's a matter of sending an email. To you, it seems like a big deal. Like, in reality, you think Stone Cold wanted to go hunting with me? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. He was just throwing bullshit out there. No. Yes. No. 
You know what? People that take yeah. people up on things are the ones that end up doing things. Yes. Hey, these, you know what? There are people that have no shame and will do these things. And these are the people that go far because they're doing cool, having cool experiences and they don't care. Think of how many times we've been invited to things and we don't go. Let's say we had a guest on our show in New York. Right. I'm just bringing it back to the well, New York. We case. didn't do the follow up. That's, that's no, no, no. Right. No, we but I'm saying we waited too long. No, no. Um, I'm not, I'm not talking about Rayos. I'm just saying in general. Let's say we were. I'm only talking about New York days because New York was a pretty confined area to do things. Like we'd have a guest on and like, oh yeah, tonight we got a show at Madison Square Garden, or oh we're doing a show here, or we're at there's an after party here. You should come. How many times did we say, oh yeah, cool, we'll we'll let you know, and we never went. Imagine if you took everyone up on every offer. You might be party boy Chris Pontius. You might have been. Think of all the. Anytime yeah, we had also some, the weirdo who fucking bought into the. You remember the guy from Barstool who said like you're almost rude for. I did that to be polite. And you're, now you're, you're almost rude in. to cash in. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like a dork. Like Steve, Alex Berman's like have confidence, Cavino. I have almost a little too much confidence sometimes. I could tell you, Stone Cold Steve Austin was just being polite. He didn't want to fucking teach me how to hunt. He was being polite. So now I'm an idiot because I took him on his politeness. Yep. That's almost as rude. No. Yes. I think he's because. It's, it goes back to that nerd from the, Barstool. The, the Barstool nerd that's like, don't take people up on their fake offers. Like, yeah, if you take, like, he, he was polite enough to throw out a fake offer because he was being polite. And now I'm the fucking anxious dweebus who's like, oh, I'm here to. Uh, right, Mark, Paul, Mark, Paul Gossel, Mark, Mark Paul Gossler. You are a bit of an anxious dweebus. Mark Paul Gossler said, Rich, no, come, come to my boxing gym. And, you know, if you want to come, come to my boxing gym and you work did, out. You didn't email him a week. I didn't hit him in up. Time. That's but like, a reminder. But was that a was that a real offer? Yes, he likes that you. That seemed to be more of a real offer. He likes you. That's just like be. Jerry O'Connell wanted to hang with you, Steve. You know why? Because he likes you. Seems to think, be. Do you think people like this are just throwing it out to anyone? They're throwing their cocks around because they want to yes, feel important. People do things. They want things to be to, polite. Much like can you, I back you up on something? So much like know, you, I'm gonna, hold on. Much like you want friends. And you want to build relationships? People want. They want the same thing because uh, you know why? Sometimes they're constantly people meeting Yo, people, bro. people, especially celebrities. I have celebrities are constantly meeting people, and it's very rare that they probably connect with someone. Yeah, they're dealing with a lot of goobs. Like, I, I, I thought, like when I said to Alex Berman, "Dude, hit me up. We'll go to a car show." I was just being polite. That, <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. You know, I, I will say, show, is he going to do like parkour for you? I will <laughs> say, I will say, um, to back up spot to end this conversation. There's been one time yeah. where I really did a strong follow-up on a friendship like that. And I remain friends with that person to this day. And okay, it's Guy Fietti. That's the reminder. Like Guy, Guy Fietti. I should be friends with Guy Fietti. Guy Fietti, I love Guy Fietti and I bonded for some reason. Like Fuck we just off. sort of clicked. So Guy. No one wants to be friends with me. Guy Fietti was like, yo, what's hang, Rich? And I followed him up. I go, you know what? When I go to a 49ers game in San, in San Francisco... I'm going to drive. I'll drive up to Santa Rosa and we'll, we'll hang. He set me up at his restaurant, came by him and I hung out. He invited me to his house. We watched a fight at his house. Next time I was in that area, he's like, come on back. We went to the, we were at the Super Bowl together. Like, I, I think a lot of times we just don't do the follow-up. The one time I didn't, it seemed like it worked out. Yeah. It's about that follow-up. That's right? the point of this conversation. I want to be friends. And how you. long do you wait? Who can I be friends with? No Sonny Anderson. I am friends with Sonny Anderson, but we don't like hanging out. I bet she would, though. She probably would. She's very sweet. I want right. to be friends with Mike Wolf from American Pickers. But he never he never threw an invite out there. I never met him. 
Well, seems oh, like a passionate you know guy. I'm friends with Maria Menounos. That's true. <laughs> she is my friend. Yeah, we're, like, yeah. cu- we're like cupcake friends, though. I don't think we're like. I know we are friends. I like so. I want to cup those cake friends. I do want to cup those cake friends. No, we're friends. She's right, very sweet. So anyway, the reminder, guys. Here, the moral of the story is this: you meet somebody, they throw out a, "Hey, you know what? We should grab a drink and discuss this." Hey, you know what? I, I know someone I could connect you with. Hit them up within the week because they're gonna forget that shit. Do we have any friends that got Dodgers hookups? <laughs> Stony home. Because I want to go to, I want to go to the Dodgers Mets this summer with uh, Spot's wife. I yeah, but I don't want it to be about using people either. I don't know. I know. I'm saying like I I just want to go. So I'm trying. Well, yeah. that's the uh, that's the update there. You guys are cupcake friends. You and Maria Spot. All right. Uh, what's 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 next? I see you got cupcake some lovers. some good notes. Then I, I got a couple things. But no, what you got good. I'm you good? good? Yeah. I wanted to talk a little more about Elon Musk and your thoughts on that because we sort of brushed past it because. You were on the um, clock yesterday. You know. But Elon Musk, it's so funny because now the story is people are like, free speech, yeah. And then other people are like, what about all the misinformation? Wah. What about free speech? Wah. And that becomes what the story. What about the misinformation? <laughs> Wah. And it's funny because free speech, misinformation. People free who are speech, worried about mis- misinformation, wah, wah. all of a sudden they don't care about free speech if it opposes their opinions. Like that's so. But also, odd pe- to me. people that care about free speech don't seem to care that misinformation will be posed as real information. So it's it's a catch twenty two. We I'm all about free speech, but there has to be some parameters in place so that. You can't just post fake information as real information because there's too many dummies out there. But the problem is there's too that. many dummies out there. But anybody could do that. All right. And, and who's to say what's what? whose opinion is valid and whose opinion isn't? What's factual and what's not? You got Twitter police uh, that they know everything? There's stat checkers? You got stat <sighs> boys really fucking looking into this? Or people with agendas in, in mind? You know? So that becomes a really weird story. And what's more important? I think free speech is more important than misinformation. Like, use your fucking brain and figure it out and do your research if you're unsure about it. That's true. I, I, I just, I, I'm, it doesn't, you know, I guess it doesn't apply to you because you're not a dummy. You're a dummy in a funny way. You're not a dummy in a, like, real dumb way. Like, there are people that yeah, but you are can't like, sense wait a minute. opinions and, and what people are saying. That's so un-American. So... And, and then the problem and the real real issue is Burka. how how people want only their side of the story to be allowed. Like, what the fuck is that about? You want no opposition? That makes zero sense. And if it does to you, I'd love to hear why. It makes zero sense. I don't uh no one's saying we want misinformation, but right. to to not want an opposing view because you think yours is well, right. Stu brings, up, Stu, br- Stu brings up a good point. People are all about free speech, but what yeah. if all of a sudden there was a viral meme of you and your politician or celebrity or someone It's like there's a, uh, all these things going around that you're a pedophile and you're not. Free speech should allow the world to just start continuously posting like these uh, terrible things about you? No. I don't I don't think so. So that's free. Then for, but it's got, it was beyond that. 
Yeah, but so, but what it I'm was, saying, it was I'm, past that. I was like, oh, well, that was. But then, uh, what, like, wait, for like, example, what? they took down. This is not a Twitter example, but when they took down Donald Trump's interview on YouTube, what was that about? I, I get that. That's not this, though. That's not what we're talking but about. But that's the kind of shit they were doing on Twitter. Twitter wasn't pulling it, opposing that's views. Slandering. Were, were that's they? like if, that's, there was, if there's no validity to that whatsoever, yes, they're taking down people's opposing views. But, all right, for instance, a lot of the things they pull down are not, a, are not opposing views. It's hate speech. So you got to be okay with hate speech and say... If it's 100% fake and, and and i like what elon musk said, but then elon musk your, said then who's the decider of this you i mean Steve is, Camino, is you want to be the speech? commissioner no of but, free speech but you're going to tell me that someone else he, they know all the facts who are these people if they you're going to tell me that there's a twitter police that they know all these things so they're on the case i just then they should be running the country free speech doesn't allow slander and well, that's what i said this slander all right, so so What's who's going to set? Who's going to set the parameters of what is slander and fake, dangerous information? Elon Musk said something along the lines of, "I'm. It's about free speech, and I, I welcome all my biggest haters to stay on." No, it's not about. I, it's not. I, I, it's not about, about. I hate you, Elon Musk. You're a piece of shit. Not deleting that. If some Nazi group is posting shit, does free speech allow them? Would you be like, sure, Nazi? Have a Nazi Twitter group. No, but, was it, but was it about Nazi Twitter group or was it about like right and left? I think you're forgetting a lot of this that, has to do with hate speech. Or did it also have to do with people with opposing yeah, I mean, political views that I mean, had nothing your, to do with Nazis? You have Nazis. your thoughts on it. You're going to tell me this was all about Nazis and slandering about no, but, pedophiles? But I don't think it was about Republicans, Democrats. I think a lot it of it had to do with... It was very much about that. It was just as much about that than it was about pedophilia and Nazis. It's more about what I'm talking about than what you're talking about. When Donald Trump is it's a great, what right, you're supposing when, is when, a great question. When Donald Trump, yes, that should be policed. That should right. be handled. When Donald Trump was saying that the election was rigged and was people getting all riled up, okay, you think that should be allowed? Who? There's a guy on Twitter that knows that he's wrong. There was an there was an investigation in the in the Supreme Court that proved that it, the election was not rigged. Okay, so you're gonna let you're gonna now police the president if that's what he really thinks. But the guy on Twitter should part. have more power than the, the leader of the free world. It. I don't even want to talk about it. He wasn't the leader of the free world anymore. He lost an election. So they're going to say, shut but, up because uh, we don't like your narrative. But the court and the everyone, Republican and Democrat, they well, shouldn't have the right to fucking say that on Twitter? To say that the, the country is rigged and it was a rigged election? If I mean, he, that's Riggs. not, is that slandering? Berta Riggs. So, uh, I, I listen. I really that, don't those care are enough to argue things. about this with you, to be honest. Okay, so but really that's the Riggs that's America, the narrative. The election was rigged on social media. I mean, it's like it's again. One people, what, there's, the there's people that want free speech, like saber, uh, right? saber and music. Then there's people again. I'm just making it very clear that are like, well, misinformation is worse than free speech. Saber Music Enterprises. So that's uh, what's our boy? Our boy, uh, baseline trace. Baseline trace. Said, Hell yes, Camino. You can please the president. What the fuck? Double. <laughs> like. I mean, he thought that there was... Are you 100% certain that there wasn't an issue? We had oh, fucking multiple ballots. But I'm just saying... It, I really don't care enough, so I'm just arguing you to give me the flip care, side. I don't care It's enough. a big story. But when, when Twitter says free speech, are we saying Bring me back. free speech for everything? 
Misinformation, like Stu said, misinformation probably killed I, a lot of people last year. I agree year. with I agree with Stu as far as like, yeah, if you're talking about some politician, you're like, he's a fucking kid toucher, and that never happened. Yeah, like, but someone should be able to fucking take that down and figure it, it out. Isn't it on? Yeah, isn't it on the consumer of of tweets and knowledge to do their due diligence to fact check? But if it's someone's sort of opinion, like if, all right, ready? If I was up there, I'm like, I think the election was rigged. I can't have my opinion. Like we should all, like you when th- I, th- I think the election, the election was rigged. When a, when all right. A, when a, the when election a sitting, was rigged. This is bullshit. I can't say that because you don't like my, my thought. I mean, you're not that, but that's what you're this not is someone about. of power. I don't know. I th- listen again. I don't, I'm just giving you the flip side. I don't know. I'm not expecting you to have the answer. I'm telling you what the narrative is on social media. This country care. was founded you on know what I post, free speech. You know what I post on social media? Pictures of you on a fucking boat and pictures of my kids going to school and pictures of like stupid beams I say. I don't, I don't post There's by... There's always misinformation. I don't post do by... Wanna, uh, do you want to cancel SNL? Do you want to cancel Saturday Night Live who, who made this whole narrative that Joe Biden was shaking hands with the invisible people? Should we fucking say, what the fuck is ridiculous? They're slandering the guy. Cancel SNL. You can't do that. That's misinformation. Just like, or uh, do you just fucking say, wait a second. Was well, he really shaking hands with an invisible guy? Or was he acknowledging people behind him? Just like HBO has fired back at uh, Jerry West. Yeah. No. He's saying it's we, need ne- to can- he we need to cancel they, SNL. They said it's not a documentary. <laughs> so like, what are you freaking out about? Yeah, like misinformation. It's not a documentary. It's your fucking brain. But it's sort of slanderous. It's not a documentary. But it's but I, I, I give you a, I give you a, good, a great a good and current example. Joe Biden got a lot of fucking shit because people are quick to jump on his mumbling mannerisms. Right? He was like, "Hey, and good evening, and God bless America." No one was there. Yeah, he was sh- He was he embarrassingly like, was look like, "Look at this yeah. old fucking senile asshole shaking hands with nobody." What happened? You have a stroke? What's going on with this guy? Forget where he was. That was the story. Everybody joked about it. SNL joked about it. Should we say SNL spread misinformation? We got to cancel someone. Needs but to where, where's this. the misinformation? That's not what happened. Satire. It's satire though. It's it's a it's a comedy. But show. that's not what happened. So that's misinformation. People believe that. That's their choice to be idiots. What happened was he was acknowledging the people to the left and to the and behind him. So if people want to believe information, that's on their stupidity. You can't stop people from fucking talking about what they want to talk about. I really don't care, to be honest. So I mean, it's a lazy response. But I know, whatever. but I'm saying I don't because I think there should be free speech. It's important, but it's, I also you think could say it's called a spoof. It's, it's called also opinion. So many people believe that's what that's happened, not an you bozo. Piece, so many people believed and slandered our president for being senile in that moment and unaware of his surroundings and shaking hands with an invisible man. That's not just satire. People believed that. That's misinformation. So do we police everything? Or do we allow people to use their fucking brains to find out the truth? I don't know. There's always going to be idiots. There's always going to be people who are spreading rumors and saying things that are untrue. It happens at the fucking barbershop. I hear people talking shit that's not true. Well, are we, am I supposed to be like, hey, you're spreading misinformation. I mean, based on Trey brings up a good point. So many of the things that are in our constitution, things that have been amended, things have, have that haven't, we're basing things on 
No, we're, we're, we're basing things on 1776. So it's, it's, it's hard to say what free speech was when there were no radios, TVs, anything. And it's just some dude standing on a fucking uh, milk crate being like, hear he, hear he. Like free speech. It's People used to talk he, about. Hear ye. What did he, what did he say? He said, hear he, hear he. Hear no, I say that. Same he, like you say. He, nanny, he, no, hear he. The same way you say nanny, nanny, poof, poof. I say, hear he, hear he. <laughs> I say nanny, nanny, poof, poof, because all the Portuguese kids said that. But a guy standing on a milk crate in 1770 something is different than the internet, television, your phone, radio, broadcasting, podcasting. The world's different now. I'm not saying free speech. not that different. Political campaigns have been slandering each other for fucking years. No, no, but, but to say that, like guns, right? When every time people talk about guns, guns are different now than they were 250 years ago. Not that I'm having any hot stance on guns. I'm just saying like the, the world stance. has changed. Jeff is really fixated, fixated on SNL. It wasn't just SNL that mocked Joe Biden's invisible man thing. Everybody did. But that's not what happened. There's always, there's going to be misinformation. There's always going to be an, an opposing view. I'm glad Elon Musk bought Twitter. Let people say whatever the fuck they want. Use your brain. That's it. I, I then wonder, again, like we said yesterday, so it's a wave effect. How many billionaires? It's me, the Donald. Oh, I'm back. I'm back here. Well, Joe, Joe Rogan, the update I'm ready, is. Yeah. I'm ready to come back on Twitter, but I'll only come back if I can say what I want. <laughs> Anything I say, it's free speech. Doesn't matter who I am, even though I'm the president. I should still be president. Sleepy Joe should be gone. Bring me back. Listen, you know me. I'm okay, no, so uh, only people with, let's say, all right, for this, only people left side of uh, views are, are allowed sorry. to say what they want to say. Forgot about the boat. <laughs> and vice versa. That doesn't seem very fair, does it? Doesn't seem very American, does it? You think everything that people are saying uh, on the left is true? No. Just like people that say things on the right aren't always true. You're foolish, foolish to think that everything on the left is accurate and right. No, it just goes with the popular narrative. You think that everything that's being said on, on the left side of things is factual and actual and always true in, in correct information? Always? Always. You're fooling yourself. I don't know if anyone's saying that. I think people are, I think free speech is a, a tricky thing. When the world has changed a lot, that's all. When the world has changed a lot in the last no, three hundred, curious to see how Elon, in, Elon in, Musk handles it. In in uh, you know, in the matter of a couple hundred years, a hell of a lot has changed. Everything I say is true. Everything. So <laughs> there's no lies here. I tell the best truth. My truth is the best. I'm the most honest person. Well, that's the story, man. I'm still your president. You think think what you want about it, and I won the election. I landslide. It was all rigged. Rigged. I think free Virtual. speech is still a very important I'm thing. I'm for this shit. I love Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon uh, 2 and 3 with Joe Pesci. I'm a big fan of Joe Pesci. Rene Russo comes in in the fourth. Big fan, Jet Li. What that means? Because you're, cause without free speech, Rich, you're also allowing one side of a narrative. Always. So, yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> and that's not very yeah. American. Now, do I care that much? No. But that's the story, guys. There's... A, a very much an opposing thing going on.
when it comes to Elon is Musk. It, is, it, uh, is it scary? What happens if Jeff Bezos buys this? And is it, yeah, is they're going to control is this, this narrative. Is it, is it scarier? Billionaires are controlling yeah, narrative. No, is the scarier thing the thought that billionaires could just sort of buy these things up? Is that the scarier, bigger That's picture? the wave effect that we, yeah. we touched on for a second, but it went nowhere. So anyway, figured I'd bring it up again. Uh, who we got on the phone spot? Uh, I'll give you half a guess. Jason Brown. Downtown. <laughs> Downtown <laughs> Jason Brown. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, buddy. Hey, great show, man. Great show. I love, I love, I love the content, man. I, I really man. appreciate what you guys are doing, man. Keep well, up I had to bring work. some ideas, either yeah. that or so, um, you're going to hear so me think, talk about my personal life again. We don't need that. I mean, look, I don't mind. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I can, I, I relate to what you, what you say a lot, and you know, saying I absolutely appreciate listening to your perspective and stuff like that. Um. So my 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 point on the Elon Musk thing is, I don't really care either way it goes. Um. The only issue that I can foresee is it being a slippery slope. And the only the slippery slope that I see is when you um, when you say free speech for everybody. Well, that literally means everybody, the people that you agree with and the people you don't agree with. And the problem with that is we as Americans, we do a terrible job of policing ourselves. And so and so because we do a bad job of policing ourselves, um, we allow so many things to take place that you know, in one way that we like it, in another way that, that we don't like it. So, so it's, it, I foresee it, it, you know, potentially being a, a really big problem, but somebody is going to have to step up and say, okay, hey, look, this is what's allowed. This is what's not allowed. Um, because if you don't, then you end up having a whole lot of chaos um, with no direction or no boundaries. Hey, Jason, I, I know that we're constantly, yes, we're constantly evolving uh, personally. Yeah. Um, politically, um, socially, everyone's constantly evolving. We we realize there's a need for things that there was never a need for. There's edible. There's things that used to exist that there's no need for anymore. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, like to me, wait, great edibles. Right. I love edibles. Drinking, not my thing anymore. Um, right. Do we need there to, are adjustments that need yeah. to be made to do, fit into yeah. today's do, world? Yeah, and but the I'm way saying, we do, now I understand. Do we, what you're is saying. it like foolish to be like, well, hey. Yep. Maybe there should be a committee comprised of Republicans, Democrats, independents, everything. A, yes. a, perhaps a committee that yes. decides what yes. constitutes free speech in 2022. Because Stu yeah. did bring up a, a grand point. You know, like now the world thinks uh, Michael Dukakis is a pedophile, right? Yeah. How's he ever going to win? That's not fair, yeah. right? So a committee cool. of people, maybe Elon Musk is saying, yeah, a free speech should be allowed, but it needs to be fair, fair and balanced. Yeah. And that's how we're going to do it. I think that's a great idea. So I got, I got one additional. Yeah. yeah I, I got one additional point to what you're saying. And Elon Musk is, um, he, he's ahead of his time in a in so many other ways. And you were talking about, um, time, uh, things evolving and things changing. And Elon Musk, uh, only a couple of years ago was, was talking about, um, the, uh, advancements in artificial intelligence and how we haven't even begun to address that situation. And so it's stuff like this that we haven't even begun to think about how it's going to affect our lives, that it's going to come a lot faster than people realize. And they, you know, and, and if we don't have a plan to uh, address these situations, then it's going to, you know, overtake us. And then next thing you know, we're going to be completely behind the eight ball. He's right. We didn't have a plan. Mm -hmm. There's got to be a plan. I'm sure he's, exactly. and again, this is his last tweet, which pretty much answers these questions. Thank you, Jason. 
I don't yeah. think anyone disagreed with anyone there, which is great. Thank you. Yeah. Elon Musk says, by free speech, I simply mean that which matches the law. I'm against censorship that goes far beyond the law. People want less free speech. They will ask government to pass laws to that effect. Therefore, going beyond the law is contrary to the will of the people. So keep you posted on that. Again, he's the guy. What's the wave effect? Will there be a, a fair and equal balanced committee? There should be. I agree. And, you know, I'm just reading some other information. Misinformation has always been allowed. That's why Snopes exists. That's why defamation lawyers exist. Memes go viral all the time with fake information. Snopes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, who? So this is a bigger deal. I'm sure they'll figure that out. If the world, People are losing if, their minds if, about if, it. If the metaverse... This conversation makes me grumpy. <laughs> if, no, you got to go... <clears throat> grumpy. grumpy. If the metaverse and... Grumpy. Social media is only growing. Look what the internet did we, to we, me. We do need to find a way our to... Reality. Yeah, we, we do need to find a way to grumpy. differentiate free speech and... Hate speech. Hateful Hate misinformation speech. that's, yeah. you know, tricking people. Right. And there wasn't any. It was just like if someone, like, did, right, if, someone did a, if someone did a deep fake of, I don't know, fucking Denzel Washington. And it's like a deep fake of Denzel talking about how he loves to uh, touch kids. How would you say such things? Why I would mean, you say such he's things? the best actor ever. He's so damn cool. He's so damn clever. What if someone did some fake shit? Are we Maybe supposed to be like, yeah, oh, free speech? No, that's fucking no. Well, anyway. Right? Is my heart really that into what's going on? Not really. I'm telling you what's going on. That's our job. I'm telling you what's going yeah, on. Yeah. All right. So that's what's going on. Um, you made me think of something else. You brought up Denzel Washington, the best actor ever. So darn cool. He's so darn clever. Denzel was in the news recently. And honestly, this is something I wanted to talk about. So it's perfect. I'm not bouncing around like Rich. Speaking of Rich. What are you investing in lately? Speaking of lately, remember Jodathy? Jodathy was great. Who said I touch kids? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bring Denzel me. Washington ha. was invited to or just showed up in the Dodgers locker room recently, right? Yeah. yeah. And he gave a great speech, like a really, honestly, Spot, if you want to play it, it's fucking moving. How about if I just recreate it? He gave a great speech to the LA Dodgers. Can I recreate it? Okay. Let me pull it. And he's a guy from the Bronx. He's from New York. He's a Yankees guy. But he went in there and he's like, basically told them about their responsibility and the power they have and how, you know, to not take it for granted because it's not forever. And it was, you could see all these dudes were in awe of Denzel Washington. And I saw our guy, Matt Vaskersian of the MLB network asking Cody Bellinger about it. Cody Bellinger's back. He's back in a big way. Player of the week in baseball. He's the guy who struggled, injury. He's back now, playing well again. And he also said, my mind's right. It's not always physical. Could be, it'd be a lot going on, and right? Noggin. But here's what I've noticed. While Spot brings up the Denzel thing, baseball's taking a different approach to trying to make it cool, and their approach is really fucking weird. From my over-observations, as a professional over over observationalist. Oh, I was gonna say I the one thing. Things, uh, the one thing I noticed. Uh, yeah. No, he's in. No, a, he's he has, wearing a Dodgers jersey. Wearing a Dodgers jersey. Yeah. The one thing that I've noticed about baseball that I've liked is yeah. I've noticed a few more mic'd ups. 
Yes, and a I lot. like that. I a like lot that. of that. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Past I like. I like the mic'd up thing. A lot. When a, in a slow moving game like baseball that I do love, that's more about strategy. There is downtime. So if you got the first baseman mic'd up and he and he's chatting with the announcers, it's not distracting. Trust me, it's not like you're in a huddle. If you're playing right field. You could be small talking to A-Rod. Yeah, yeah it's kind of... I, mean, I, I think it's kind of cool. They're doing things. So before I give you my observation, let's check out Denzel because th they asked Cody Bellinger about this speech. Years old. Well, in 61, when I was six years old, you guys won. Dodgers won. Uh, 62, when I was seven years old, the Dodgers won. Eight years old in 63, the Dodgers played the Yankees. And you had a great player, a couple of great players, but two that I remember, one who pitched like this by the name of Koufax, and another one by the name of Drysdale. And we loved our team so much, we would go down to the Yankee Stadium, we'd get down there around the eighth inning and hang around the, the field, I'd hang around the turnstile, and the cops would turn their back and let us, let us sneak in. So we loved, I loved, the Yankees. I hated the Dodgers because I was supposed to, because that's what you do when you're eight years old. So we would play wiffle ball. You guys are much anyway. Too young. You, you don't have to. This is I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Boring. This but is we, the most no, boring thing I've ever heard. On. Obviously, this is the weakest clip possible. He pulled the fucking not your fault spot. This I, is, I know where I'm the whole, fly. This is the whole thing. I I'm, I don't have the isolated version. I, I know it's not your fault, but he goes on to be really inspiring. Right? I mean, I could skip ahead if you right, want. Terry, sound like an old guy telling so a boring okay. story. No. I'm going to skip ahead. I'll so skip anyway, ahead. No. Let's go see what's going on here. It wasn't everything to me to just be, I can get emotional talking about it, just to be one of you guys. See? meant everything. Those kids watch you. They make every move you make. They watch that. I wanted to walk like you guys. I wanted to eat what you ate. I wanted to play like you played. I wasn't as good, but I believed in you. I, there, were, there were Spanish players in those days, Aparicio. Uh, Manny Mota, it's all Marichal. But he goes on to say, like, these kids idolize you. I idolize you. I heard that. You guys have a power. Yeah. You know, live it up, man, because it doesn't last forever. And you, you see the faces of the players, and you're like, man, this is Denzel Washington. So they were asking Cody Bellinger about it, and I noticed something that they're doing in baseball, and I'm just throwing it out there because it's an observation I made, and I promise you, once I make this observation to you, you're going to notice it. Just like Rich said, they're miking up players a lot more. So, like, Matt Vaskirchen goes, Cody, how did you feel watching Denzel? And he's like, oh, he's the best actor ever. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? And they're like, was anyone in the locker room unaware of who Denzel was? And he's like, well, sure the hell, I sure hope not. Yeah, he's the best actor ever. But then Matt Vaskirchen, who's one of the voices of MLB, he, he does something that I've repeatedly noticed that they do nowadays. They treat these major league baseball players like little leaguers. You know how little leaguers answer like ridiculous questions about like, who's your favorite actor? Yeah, 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 What's your yeah, favorite yeah. snack? What's your favorite movie? They do this with professional athletes now just to sort of, I guess, build that connection. To personalize them. To personalize so to, them. To give them uh, it's yeah. such a strategical, strategery move by MLB and the network and, and I don't know, who's the fucking commissioner? Manfred? Rob Manfred? I don't know if he has anything to do with anything good. But it's a clear fucking motive or uh, I don't want to use the word agenda to make sure we personalize these guys more because... Then it immediately turns into, so uh, Cody Bellinger, player of the week, uh, what's your favorite breakfast? Pancakes or waffles? 
Yeah, well, to be honest, Matt, I think it's pancakes. And then I noticed they do this with every player interview that you see now. Yeah, they're trying to get more MLB. personal. I get it. Makes so sense to me. It's the same way they handle these little kids. Like, yeah, I love uh, I hit dingers. I love He-Man and I hit dingers. They do now with the professional athletes. The end. It started, it started with Denzel, though. Denzel. Hey, speaking of baseball, my random news of the day was Elon Musk made the deal. What's your thoughts? We talked about that yesterday yeah. briefly. Anthony Rizzo. No one gave a shit about Anthony Rizzo because everyone was talking about Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Sports? Freeman. No, it was just a thought. Anthony Rizzo hit three home runs for the first time in his career yesterday at Yankee Stadium. And he hit one, Rich. His final one was one that you rarely see. It was foul. And the English brought it back fair. And even he was like, what the fuck was that? I got to see it. Dude. Oh, yeah. It was even he hit two home runs already. He gets up. He hits another bomb. Again, short porch. I get it. He's at Yankee Stadium. Perfect swing. So the Yankees made the best move keeping his dude. But anyway, it's the first time Anthony Rizzo in his career. He leads the mate. Why do you care? He leads the majors, not just the Yankees, majors in home runs right now. And he hit three. He was leading the AL yesterday. He leads the majors now. But he hit one foul. Oh, I'm watching it now. He, and he, the, he stood at home plate because he thought it was foul. And he looks into the dugout like, the fuck was that? Three home runs last night. Yankees with a big win. And that leads me to Rich's update of he's now gambling on baseball like a maniac. I'm doing great with baseball gambling. Rich is now a baseball gambler. Just throwing it out there. Baseball gambling, I find to be... My strategy's been working so far. Power pitchers versus not-so-good teams. That's the... The equation. That's I've done the, it every day. And but did you hear that Cody Bellinger likes pancakes over waffles? Well, I Does bet that, on him on a day, yeah on I, early games. I don't know if pancakes. that affects your decisions. Like today, you could say, "All right, all right, Bryce. Question of the day: Cocoa Puffs or Cocoa Pebbles?" Like I like the. Oh, I bet, that's a good one, Matt. Mm, I bet the I'm Mets going today. Pebbles on this one. I bet the Mets today against a bad pitcher. I bet the Yankees today against a bad pitcher. Who else did I bet today? You're a maniac. Hear this guy? He's betting baseball now. He's oh, and betting I... baseball. Yeah, to me, baseball baseball betting is my new little fun thing. I enjoy it. It's it's it keep, keeps me interested. Are they parlays every day. or just straight up? Just little parlays. Oh, like they I, are parlays. But you're like going today, yeah, based did, on yeah, power but, pitching over weak hitting. Good and teams that are hot. Like I did, LA teams and New York teams today. High fly ball down the right field line. Oh, wait. Sorry. Is that it? Yeah, no, no, yeah. It. no it's hard to see uh, the angle, but like you can tell. And you can tell it was like foul, and somehow the wind took it back. They said it had English on it. And then uh, the images from that, he was like, even when he was in the dugout, he was like, I have no fucking clue how that was fair. Three home runs. Yeah. That's a night, man. That's a night. Yeah, one of his, no. uh, his like, reaction. Wait, hang on. But it's kind of cool. I mean, here's a lifelong Cub having some success now with the Yanks. Look. He's like, oh, shit. Look, he's like, yeah, he's like oh, I'm run. Okay. <laughs> and then he gets back to the dugout, and he's like, damn. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Mets. So the Bronx Bombers were out last night. I'm excited about what it. What did I do today? God, can I just say, too, on a personal note, yesterday I went on, like, you know, a little bit of a grumpy. Yesterday's show, grumpy, complaino, and rich. Man, life's life's tough. 
Dude, watching the Yankees slug it out last night gives you joy. It's just so dope. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. I bet uh, today, if you want to play along, I bet Mets, Yanks, Angels, and Dodgers, 14 parlay. Yanks, Mets, Dodgers, Angels. Just coincidentally, Starting two LA teams, everything two, uh, so you two New York teams. You don't, have a, you don't have a power pitcher going against the Orioles tonight. Montgomery? He's a goon. But the or, I look good. at the or I said sometimes I'll do power pitchers or I'll do good teams versus just bottom feeders. Okay, of the okay. So like so Yankees. So I got Yanks and I got uh, Otani's pitching for the Angels tonight. Okay. And he bounced back last game. So I got Yanks, Mets, Angels, like, Dodgers. I feel like you guys are speaking a whole other language. 14 parlay. <laughs> He's a fucking maniac. Sometimes I feel like I got to keep up with Rich with this shit. Say words and phrases. Like what? That sound like you're speaking a completely different like language. Like what? Those like, what? Bottom what? feeders and, name, and all these names of people. and, oh, and That's self-explanatory, right? Bottom feeders. Like the Orioles. Saying, are, the Orioles are. You say, are say a, these uh, things in succession that make it sound like you're speaking. A I, like, when I say the Orioles are bottom feeder, the Orioles have as many home runs as a team. As Anthony Rizzo had last night. I just want you to know that that's how I feel sometimes. No, he means they're the same colors as as clown loaches, what are often considered bottom feeders. They're black and orange. Yeah. See. So yeah, I got I got bottom feeders. They're shit. They yeah. eat the shit. It, they suck. But like they're they're four, the bottom, a, a fourteen the, there was a series of phrases that you just said, and I forget. I uh, hear words just, in clips and phrases. I got a. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all about the. The baseball parlay spot. The baseball parlay to me is way easier to hit than the football parlay because football there's so many unknowns. I don't know. I just feel feel like baseball so and far. Means, and I'm sure there's some people that don't understand. That's fair. That means that Rich has several bets that all have to pan out in order to win. That's the parlay. I won last night a four for four parlay in baseball. I've been doing good with baseball. So right. I'll get. I'll tell you what new, I have. Rich's I'll tell new you, obsession. I'll tell you what I have tonight just to just to show you. What it pays out. Tilapia. My bets tonight. Tilapia. I bet sixteen dollars because sixteen is my lucky number. I just bet sixteen bucks. Sixteen dollars for Dodgers, Mets, Yanks, Angels. Sixteen dollars pays one twenty. So if I win all four of those, sixteen dollars is one hundred twenty bucks. If I lose, it's sixteen bucks. That's fun. Makes it more. That yeah. does make it more fun. Right. I mean, and you're more invested. You're like, oh, you know, I on? started the season. My my football account had eight hundred dollars left in it, and I'm up to th- like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. I'm up. I'm up on the year. So why not? It's just fun little day to day fun. Right? Little little money line. I do money line parlays. I don't do the run line. The run line is, you know, what it's it's the same for every game. Minus one and a half. Minus one and a half runs. So I just do on a personal nugget. That's a great way to stay in tune to other games you really don't care about. Because as much as I love baseball, yeah. I like watching the Yankees. I'll tell you what, you bet I on football. Care. I watch I watch the highlights of the other teams, but I don't give a shit about what's going on with the other teams. You know what, Cove? You bet on football, and a lot of guys will be like, yeah, I bet 100 bucks or so a game, and it's, it's just more at stake. Mm-hmm. There's so many baseball games to me, a couple days a week, a couple days a week doing like a 10 or $20 parlay when, when things line up the right way. If you lose a $10 bet spot, are you going to get mad? No. Yeah. If you lose a hundred, I'll bet you get back. Like, I have a question for you. Yeah. By the way, I can't, something I've been thinking about this this morning. I got here a few minutes early. I walked around the block, made one hundred twenty bucks. Yeah. Adam Batterster's right though. You do need Did to really add do. a run line once in a while to get the odds better. Like had to do nothing. If it, if a, if like a shit team is playing a good pitcher, you might take the run line. I have a question for yeah. you. As the game changes, and I want to harp on sports, we could do this on Sundays. Oh, Fox is it sports? sports? Radio. No, no, no. It's a question. No, is it sports? It's not sports. News. It's not news. Oh wait, that's news. It's not news. Look at that baseball. 
baseball, tennis, football helmets, soccer, football, sports. I was playing a game with my buddies the other day. And my Uncle Joe, too. I was like, what was the name of that guy? Remember that guy that was on the Yanks? Cause I couldn't think of his name. Right? I'm like, so many players come and go. Yeah. Oh, remember, he looked like Quasimodo, dude. He looked like Quasimodo. Remember, middle relief guy came up big in 96. Ah, real ugly looking guy. And he came through. Quasimodo. Come on, bro. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I threw that out, and then Barry finally got it. Scott Brosius. No, pitcher. Oh, but Scott Brocious was not the most handsome of guys and came through. Um, shit, who was atrocious it? like Scotty Brocious, uh, a pitcher by the name of David Weathers, right? He was a middle him. relief guy. I remember guy. David Weathers, of so, course. So then I started like dwelling on so many important middle relief guys that never really got the credits. Again, for me, it would be like Ramiro Mendoza, Jeff Nelson, Mike Stanton, guys like that. Of course. You probably yeah. remember. I remember the guys. on. I'm, there's always good middle relievers that never get the love. You're right. Well, as the game's changing, are the middle reliever guys who were so fucking crucial to the game right now going to be getting the credit? Is there going to be a stat or a credit that is really going to put them? Like um, these, I'll, I'll give you an analogy. These are, the pitchers I named were so... Much a part of those championship teams, no one talks about Jeff guys, Nelson. Guys, the way the no way one football, talks about Jeff Nelson, Cove, the way football has changed, where yeah. guys like Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams are doing so much, where wide receivers are now getting paid at a different level, and right. running and running backs. So I'm saying are middle relief. No, but I'm guys saying and, and running backs have actually are getting paid less because like a fullback. Yeah, it's not as important yeah. as he used to be. I, I think middle relievers, you're going to start to see they're not going to get starting pitcher money, but but they they might get start getting a little more. I think they might start getting a little more accolades. Like who gets remembered? Obviously, if you're not a non-sports fan, the starter and maybe the yeah. closer, right? The guys in the middle who who kept it going, they got no credit. Well, because you know so when we were important. when we were kids, there were no middle relievers, right? But as that adjusted, you still just took them for granted because there was no stat. If you want to be that really gave them any, if sort you want to be, uh, if you want to be stat boy for real to wrap up. This sports conversation. Yeah, these these starting pitchers are being pulled so early. Oh, yeah, that's these my point. These middle relievers when, are, are, are more go, important than go ever. Back, go back to your favorite website, Baseball Reference. Yeah. Look at, like, the 88 Yankees. Their pitching staff yeah. was not as big as a pitching staff yeah, now. Like, it went from Ron Guidry to like, uh, David Getty. Like, no, think about the 86 Mets, only because there's just such a team that even regular people remember the 86 Mets. You don't need to be a Mets fan to remember that team. Starting pitching. Like, Doc Gooden, Ron Darling, Bobby Ojeda... Sid Fernandez, you had your and Rick Aguilera, you had your starters, and Jesse Orozco. And then all you can think of outside of that is, yeah, Roger McDowell and Jesse Orozco. Who else was in the bullpen? You look at the the team, no one. So, like it, are they going to be getting paid, remembered, and acknowledged in a different way as we see how important? Yeah, it's a changing game. It's, it's a, a changing, changing game. game. You're you're yanking. By the way, there's so many starting pitchers like the Kershaws of the world that are doing great. They don't have the wins to justify that because they're not even going deep into the right, game. Well, then let, the me give you, let me give you one more question about sports and then we'll move on. I have a relationship thought to end the day. Middle relievers are going to be getting more wins. Yeah, no, they will. And it's a weird win because sometimes a guy will come in for an inning and just yeah. because... Anyway, yeah. something, something I'm in, I, these are my fucking thoughts. I share them with you. The end. Um, Buck Showalter making the biggest difference nah. on earth. You like him, huh? It's like having a real professional involved. How, right? how can you not? When the Mets have the wow. best, when the Mets have the best record in baseball, 
Yeah. They're coming from behind, winning in the ninth inning, being, you know, being crazy good. And you could say, well, they spent a lot of money. They got Buck Walter, So they have a, they have a crew. You know what it's like, guys? Just for the non-sports fans, it's like you work for a company and there's a fucking dummy running it. And then Marcus Limonis comes in and he's like, yeah, you're or John Taffer comes yeah. in. And he's like, yeah, you're a dummy. You're a dummy. Here's how we do it. Buck Walter is the John Taffer, Marcus Limonis guy who changes the culture of everything. And Adam Bannister brings up a good point because everyone loves to say, well, back then pitchers went seven, eight innings and they never got hurt. And this, that, could I tell you something though? Keith Hernandez points us that as well, Adam. Guys today are all throwing 9,800 miles an hour. The Mets, among other teams, I think the Mets broke a record where they have, of their five starters, I think four of them can throw 100 or, or, or more. Something ridiculous. Back then, guys were throwing 88 to 92. So what? why all the injuries? Why the, These guys are fucking pushing themselves far beyond what people used to. And my final thought on, on that, Stoney homie and Chris and everybody, there's got to be a different... ERA matters, earned run average, but there's got to be a different measurement of what makes them awesome that we all could identify with because wins, losses do not matter for pitchers anymore. Now, Buck Showalter brought up a good point about, and it has to do with your boy Mariano Rivera as well because Edwin Diaz has been pretty solid for the Mets lately. Yeah. And he's just saying how we forget that not only does a closer have the pressure of coming in to finish a big game. Yeah. He said a closer comes in with the other team, the, the it's not like the sixth inning where the middle relief guy comes in and like, I'm not saying the other team's in cruise control, but everyone on the other team's like, this is it. We got to get like you're when you're facing the other team in the ninth inning of a close game, mm-hmm. Mariano Rivera was dominant against every team who was like, this is our last licks. So you're not even getting the other team. You're getting the other team in a pressure situation. So yeah, they're choking up. So it's like, you're facing the other team in its most focused moment, which makes being a closer even tougher. But I have one thought about baseball, and then, like I said, a relationship thing to end the show. What we're hitting on is really, though, interesting. I love baseball. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm sorry if you don't like baseball, but it, this is like an interesting thought because the game is changing a lot. Now, as the game changes, we said it. If you're a football fan, you realize how... Players are calling their own shots. Running backs are not as valuable as wide receivers. Five years ago, the hot commodity, top running back for 10 years ago. Wide receivers, it's a passing game more than ever, right? Used to be quarterbacks too small. Size doesn't matter as much now for a quarterback as much as their mobility. Things change in sports. Good 17 centimeters could go far. That's what I'm saying. In the NFL. Answer this question. And in Spotty's bedroom. Now, Max Scherzer has started four games this year. My thought of Max Scherzer? Yeah. Phenomenal pitcher. He's I can tough. never be friends with the guy. Ever. Can't look at his eyes? I cannot look at that guy. Why? It's two different color eyes spot, but not just two different color eyes. It's fucking ridiculous how off his eyes are. I can never be friends with that guy. I can never... St- I, I would have Rich Davis moments staring at him. Like, I'm not, I'm not listening. I can only notice... Like, I'm only looking at you. I can only notice your fucked up eyes right now. You know, Rich is looking at your hairline and you got a hair on your nose and Rich is, oh, Rich is never like really focused on what he's looking at everything else. Max Scherzer is impossible to talk to. That's my, that's my thought. Yeah. So Max Scherzer. <laughs> it's bad. He's pitched. Is it really that bad? It's that bad. Yeah, pull up a picture of Max. Right, so Scherzer's pitched four games. 
He's 3-0. The Mets are 4-0 in the four games he's played. His ERA is 1.80. 33 strikeouts. Second hey, in baseball. <laughs> yeah. Will you be my friend? No, nah, I'm good. I can't. Sorry, Max. Let's so, I don't know which eye's more weird. You know, uh, Spot, we could go see Cirque du Soleil together. I don't know which eye to stare at. Hey! No, Spot, you know, the Mets have played off his eyes. They The Mets have a promo poster where he has one blue eye, one orange eye. Yeah, like, they play off That's it. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but sure, there four games. He's 3-0. The Mets are 4-0 in his four games. He doesn't sound like that, right? He's When I say he's lights out, like, his whip. It's like Sean Merriman. His whip walks and hits for inning pitched. No, it's, it's like me having funky time. 0.7, Kavino. Oh, it's Wednesday. Mexican Ghostbusters are here. 0. 0.7. So the Fair guy's one. dominating. But my question is this. Not about him being so dominant. Like rich in a bedroom in the early 2000s. I know. Not anymore. Buck Showalter. Rich in a Turkish bath in the early 2000s. Buck Showalter is like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to keep giving Max Scherzer an extra day rest. Now, you're thinking Max Scherzer is the highest paid player in baseball. He pitches every fifth game. And he makes $40 million a year. What do you mean you're giving him extra rest? This is your workhorse. And Buck's like, I've, I've, I've sampled with the idea of giving him a six-day rest. The guy is unhittable. I may, it may rob him of a few extra starts over the length of a season. Slash wins. Oh, yeah, but he's like, you know, instead of 37, 35, 36 starts, maybe Scherzer does 32 or 33 starts. But he's like, that extra day rest... It's like, look at the product. Max, at this stage of his career, is unhittable. Why would I put this guy in the five-day rotation when, especially when DeGrom comes back from injury? It's like, we could have a six-man rotation and Max Scherzer could be fresh all year with an extra day off. And the other people are like, so you're pampering the guy that you're paying $40 million? But wouldn't you rather that peak performance if it means an extra day off? Like, put me in, coach! I'm ready to play. Yo, Rich hasn't been that distracted by a brown eye since the early 2000s. In the early 2000s. It's true. In the early 2000s. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so that's our nonsense. Yeah, that's a pretty good, deep discussion that we probably should have had on Fox Sports Radio. We can save it. And we'll do it again. Recycle it. Let's use it again. Yeah, no, honestly, it's it's some good shit right there if you're paying close attention to what's going on. Write it down. And it has a lot to do with maybe, you know, the lack of spring training too. But if you're Buck Showalter, you're going to get respected. So it seems like most people are like, yeah, roll with it then. Because if this guy's unbeatable right now when he's rested, why are you you going to change things? Hey, I'm with it. Buck Showalter's a great baseball guy. Yeah. So, hey, that's uh, the rando news of the day. You think in the olden days he would have been killed because they would have thought he was some type of wizard or witch or something with the two eyes? Kill him! Oh, Scherzer? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, he would have thought he was like some warlock. So, I've uh, I have two major announcements. Really? Personal major announcements. Oh, really? Spot yeah. has two personal major announcements. Fair? Well, then I guess my... my uh, but you can say what you want. No, my they're quick. My I mean, friend in need. You have two major personal announcements. That's much more important than. Well, I think it'd be lame. I feel like he's gonna be like, I got new shoes on my app. No, not yet. Okay. 
I got, I got new running. I got new. I got new running. Stepping chairs. One hundred twenty bucks this morning in an eight-minute walk. Uh, with a little reason, with a little rhyme. Step I gotta get time, you guys on this time. slowly. Oh, Rich, would it help you to know that like certain people are involved in this? Like, I got Gabe involved. No, I, I know. I got Mauser involved. Listen, dude, I, I'm not against it. I just feel like you know what it is. On once a personal you, once note, once you get Drew Mac involved, Rich, which will be Rich will be involved. On a personal note, even I'm involved. I'm not against your. I'm not against your NFT shoes and how you're earning money spot. <laughs> I just did you see the latest I, NFT to sweep in the nation? I'm not even kidding. Is it Max Scherzer's eyes? Some uh, that type of cartoon him. monkey or something? No, it's you're gonna you're gonna be like, what? Really? No way. I so, bought a, I've, I bought a house on the other side of Snoop Dogg. In the metaverse. In the metaverse. <laughs> no, before you give us your announcement spot, I was talking to Sarah about this yesterday. There's so many things that, when you look at the way the market is, crypto and the stock market. You can't get mad about things when everyone's losing. Does that make sense? Like if I, if, if Kavino, if you put oh, $10,000 in a stock and it plummeted, but everyone else was like, yo, Kavino, I put my money in this and it's fucking killing it. Then you'd be like, fucking kidding. But if everything is down. Yeah. Uh, if, if no one, you know, or no one on planet earth, when the NASDAQ is down over 20% this year, and this is a losing year by far, then could you really be mad when you look at your funds? It's if the stocks are the market is something where if everyone else is winning and you're not winning, you're like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? But if everyone has been my game tokens not right doing now. great, doesn't it change your perspective? Wait, Pete 10 is leaving the show. Oh, no, please don't. Since you're um, bored with your stock talk, that's full. I get it. Come back. Slapping things up. Well, that, that makes me think of the, the hottest NFT in the, uh, in the game right yeah, now. Is, it, is yeah. it, are you in a boat? Or no, close oh. second? There it is. Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, that's fucking that's the hottest NFT on planet Earth. Rock courtesy of uh, Mike Durban. on a snorkel mask. Mike Durban. Or a uh, piece of fingers in a snorkel Me mask. with a snorkel. All right. But I'm saying uh, there, are, there are some funds that people are so down on, right? Like you... Knock on wood, I would say like what I'm trying to say is like most of your losing is done percentage wise. Like if you're down on a stock, if you're even there, I saw, I, saw, I read an article yesterday. Spot, are you bored by this? Well, he no, does I'm, have I'm, some, two I, huge I announcements. Get very, I get very like I'm in this little hole right here. I get very like what I'm saying. The uh, there was an article yesterday stretch. talking about how twenty of the biggest, twenty of the biggest large cap stocks yeah. are all down over fifty percent. No cap. Rich only wears large. Nah, cap go on, stocks. tell me your announcement. Rich only has large cap stocks because of his head. Tell me your na- spot. You have two announcements. Go I have ahead. two announcements. Sure. Um, one of them is uh, my. You know how we discussed them yesterday that I feel like it's been six weeks since I've had sex. That streak has ended. So that's my first major announcement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then my second major announcement, and I'm like 90 percent sure that this is the case, but I am pretty sure. That loogie guy has moved out. <laughs> Your neighbor? You know, oh, Rich, you know how you came back to my place and there was a whole ton of shit there? You think that was loogie guy stuff? That was loogie guy, which just even more shows what a fucking inconsiderate prick he is. A guy that used to hawk loogies oh. so the right guy above that would spots loogies that would, all day, Not even that. So it'd be all raining day loogies. Long, this is what I would hear all day long. All day long. And then you would see the loogie. In from his apartment, on the balcony, inside, out, all over, all. 
all day long. Gone. So and I and I stole his soccer mo- uh, his soccer bowl. So you say, oh yeah, you have Lugie guy's Good. soccer bowl. Can we break it? Oh. So you don't know how much joy this brings me. Loogie guy left all like, you know, when you go to the front of your apartment complex and someone moves, they leave stuff like it's out for the taken. Like I'm not taking it, but if someone wants it instead of trash. Yeah. Loogie guy left. Someone left out like a cereal ball, but it was like shaped like a soccer ball in the middle. had like a little soccer ball yeah. and it looked brand new. And I was like, I'll take this and this is any like this. on spot. And he made $120 just walking around the block this yeah. morning yeah, before man. the show. What a oh, day spot. And I disproved our, our statement yesterday because I also jerked off in the middle of the afternoon. So not only did I jerk off this guy, but I also had sex. Hey, could Rich clog dance in those shoes, by the way? Yeah, I was thinking, are there NFT clog shoes where just, if I just uh, dance just around the house, like, then he might be let's raking see. in. The, what, what if they, do they have like some Michael Flatley uh, fucking river dance shoes that I could buy? Think of, if Rich could river I dance see. in these bad boys, he walkers, might be making millions. Joggers, runners, trainers. Logger, no cloggers, sorry. Dang. I yeah. tried for you, Rich. Sorry. Yeah. But... Hey, there you go, Spot. Yeah, that's a huge day for me. That's that's big news. This is two big huge big news. Two huge announcements. Loogie guy, let me. You don't know how much joy I have from Loogie guy being gone. It it was a terror. He's a terror. It was a terror. Yeah, hearing that's that an sound, ongoing nightmare. Hearing that sound w- would destroy me <laughs> every time it happened. I'm like. Oh. Shut the fuck up. I can only I can only imagine. And it wasn't from the balcony. It was inside his apartment. I could hear it. Yeah. Because it would be out the window down inside. It's thank God. Rolando's right. Of course. Now a family of like 16 people is going to move in upstairs with like 30 kids and cloggers. Cloggers. (laughs) With magic shoes. But you know what? I'm fine with that. (laughs) Yeah. Spot. You know what? Hey, uh, yeah, the only thing that could be worse, you're right, is if uh, some dance crew moves in, moves in upstairs. A lot of uh, tap, a tap dancer, young, young break Filipinos, skate. break skate. Remember them, the roller skating ones. Oh, it's really queer. It's really weird. Um, upstairs. And by the way, spot has the uh, the Jabberwockies moved into a apartment not three oh eight. I did report him. I did. I, I did because I had a video of him spitting. And I reported him to building management. I and I think it's only all it did was stop him from spitting over the balcony. He still went outside. He still smoked whatever he smokes. He still hocked up loogies. Like yeah. made that sound. The sound was just the gross part. Yeah. Like, imagine listening to that sound all day long. Well, no, I was. I had, anytime I had stayed by you for a couple of days, you heard it. I was like, how does spot not? This must drive him insane. It was unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> I got a back spot <laughs> up on that. It was gross. Yeah. But that's big news. Yeah, and I know he smokes because I saw him on the highway once smoking a cigarette. So he's gone. Ding dong. Loogie guy's dead. I'm fascinated by people that still smoke cigarettes. So am I. Only because like... We saw it in Vegas. Yeah, there was a couple times where I looked and I'm like, we were were at some little lounge or something. I'm like, yeah, we're in a casino, so it's allowed. But I'm like, there's this woman just sitting here like... (laughs) I'm like, smoking cigarettes in 2022 just seems like a habit. You know what else is really fucking gross in 2022? Just anyone coughing. Oh yeah, I hate. Like, you know, COVID exists, right? You piece of shit. Yeah. And, and you know what? They're coughing the, in my the, public. And I've thought about this because you and I are both throat clearers, Yo. and I've had to curb that back just for the consideration of like, I'm I'm a typical like just for no reason. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a <clears throat> yeah, I'm offended when I hear and that. And when I'm at the gym or something, <laughs> I, I, always do say, that. I'm a, I always say I'm like gross. I yeah. say that out loud. Yeah, I do too. I after a while, like, even if I turn around like some old lady with her rain yeah. hat on, like, you fucking old 
piece of shit. Better chill with Gross. that. Gross. Coughing on me. Um, should I move into Luke guy's apartment so I'm on the top floor? Yeah, what do you want to move for? Aren't you yeah. comfortable? Yeah, I am. thought of moving everything is just annoying. Truthfully, how long do you think you need to be there? I do don't know. Any aspirations? of? And I'm saying you don't need to. I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying like your apartment's cozy and nice and it's you and Kristen. Like, is there really a reason for you to move anytime soon? No, the only thing I would... I think the only thing I would want to move to is like a small house with a little yard. Just have a little more space outside, but I mean, there's no, there's no need to rush. In the neighborhood you're in works for you and your wife, right? Yeah. We couldn't move farther out. It would, need to, it would need to be in the direction of both of our jobs. And you both work in different directions. Sort of. Yeah. Unless, unless you started doing, unless you started doing more stuff for Fox and it was towards Burbank. But you know or what? You that, talked I mean, about Burbank. Week. Good luck buying a house there. And I say that like Liam Neeson. Good luck. The guy uh, threatening Liam Neeson. Good luck. Good Burbank? Good Jordan luck. likes Burbank because it has its own police department. Does she department. like does Jordan like that a thirteen hundred square foot house in Burbank that's smaller than your condo is one point five million dollars? Steve doesn't like that. <laughs> Does Jordan like that Burbank? Stevie no like that. Bur- that Burbank Stevie. has tiny homes for like over a million dollars. You better start stepping, right, Spotty? You better walk home every day. Yeah, better get involved in those big cap stocks. Yeah, I, I, big shoe stocks are better. I think. Well, I have the article here. Just you guys, your interest level seemed very low. No, he was talking big shoes. You're talking 20, big caps. I don't know which one's more important. Twenty-one large caps, not the ones I wear. Not the ones that. Uh, what do you mean caps? <laughs> not the ones that. Uh, no caps. Not the one that David Wright used to wear. When Fred Durst wears? Yeah. Oh, Fred Durst, no cap. 21 large cap. I like my cap. No, no cap, Fred no, Durst. Oh, Fred Durst. Uh, I, I meant no cap like the kids say. What do you mean? I've been saying that. He loves his red Yankee hat. Loves it. 21 large cap stocks have now crashed at least 50%, which makes you think. I was talking about this with Sarah because no one really knows the answer because different experts and different banks and different. Well, don't give out misinformation. Well, there's no misinformation because there's no information. Like, there'll be people from Goldman Sachs. There'll be people from uh, every big institution that will have their own thoughts. Some people think the market's going to recover this year. And other people think, hey, we're just, it's a down year. And by the end of the year, like, all right, for instance, right now, the Dow Jones. Goldman Sachs. The Dow Jones yesterday fell 800 points. It's declined almost 10%. Oh, wait. It's down 10% from its high in 2022. Okay. The NASDAQ is down 20.2% in 2022. Tesla is down from its six-month high 30%. Netflix crashed over 30%. Now, if you look at all these stocks, Zoom is down 75% from its high. DocuSign, PayPal, Netflix, Moderna, Etsy, Meta Platforms, Facebook, Win Resorts, the, a lot of these huge companies are down over 50%. So you're, are you going to ask yourself, well, they will bounce back? Or wouldn't history tell you they will? Like from the for, for the last 100 years or so, the market it's ups and tough. It could be a tough few years ahead, though. And who suffers the most? The poor. Again, the I poor. Saw, yeah. I saw a stat yesterday that said 63% of Americans live check to check. If we go into some sort of recession and because of that, prices of common things continue to go up, 
How the fuck are these 63% who are going to check the check going to survive? My sister yesterday told me. Um, Please tell me that. My sister, because uh, I was talking I'm about. Uh, I got oh, a little savings. I know what it was. I was at the supermarket when I was talking to my sister yesterday. And, you know, while you're chatting, like you're also like shopping or whatever. I was like, yo, Lori, hold on a second. Yo, can you believe this? Because the kids, uh, once in a while, we get a couple, we get a couple things of ramen noodles for the kids for a little snack. If they want to get used to that shit. That's just cheap. No, no, no. I said, look at that. Ramen noodles, top ramen, which in, I feel like in my life forever was always like four for a dollar, 25 cents each. I was like, look at this, Lori. She goes, what? Three for a dollar ramen. The, even the cost of shitty ramen noodles has gone up where instead of 20 cents each, they're three for a dollar. And she said in her neighborhood, she's like, not the organic Dude, ones. Even Arizona iced teas, which were 99 cents are yeah. now like a buck and a quarter. My sister said in her, sh in her neighborhood, like, we're talking shitty eggs, like not the organic four something dollar carton, five dollar carton organic large eggs. She's saying like the styrofoam shitty white eggs, like generic from the supermarket that are usually like a dollar something. So they're like oh, three bucks. Those uh, trifling chickens, the trifling chickens, yeah. trifling chickens. It's uh, it's interesting. I do wonder what will happen with like, for instance, Amazon. If you're check to check in more than half of the country, that's mind baffling to me. More than half of the countries living check to check. Then what happens if what you said, if everything continues to go down, that's scary. Like Netflix, Netflix, when it plummeted the other day, Netflix around the holidays, Kavino, around Christmas time and Thanksgiving was at its all time high of like 600 something dollars a share. Netflix is under 200 now. So no does, cap. do you say to yourself, let me fucking buy some Netflix. It's low as fuck. Or do you say, hey, maybe this is the new price. No, I say I agree with you. History Amazon says it should bounce back. Amazon, that could, who knows when is the question. Bro, Amazon was in the mid three thousands, and there were people like the uh, experts of the world and the fucking mad monies of the hey, world that were hey, saying. Stu, I did argue that minimum wage was sufficient, or we talked about that. It wasn't necessarily my argument. We talked about that, but if you're unhappy with how with the minimum wages for flipping a burger. I hate to break the news to you. There's not a lot of value in that. Yeah, but Anybody minimum, could do minimum that. wage was created. But anyone could do that. It's, it's those jobs were created to step up to another level. No, no. Those are entry level jobs. Well, hold on. If you don't like what it what what, what it pays to pay, to flip a burger, get a better skill. Um, Amazon, for example. Yeah. Which I think is still going to run the world. Amazon was like in thirty five hundred dollars a share. And people were projecting like the Jim Cramers of the world saying like, oh, Amazon could be headed to four or $5,000 a share and it'll split and all this. Amazon's $2,700 a share. Like in my mind, shouldn't you be gobbling up Amazon right now while it's at it's like a low like that? We're going to look back and say, man, yeah, we just weren't brave enough. No, it's not we. It's 100 minus 63. Uh, that is 37. Only 37% of the people have even like money to spare money to spare and, and we, that's like how yeah. do you have money to spare on, on stocks of amazon that 30 out of that 37 percent who are you talking to no i i like fucking 10 percent of the people i understand 100 percent of what you're saying so just, yeah. yeah so hey the 10 percent that has money to spare on stocks yeah you should be gobbling up on not, ass not, cheeks and not, amazon stock. not to not to get in not to get into that annoying conversation again but and netflix but but, but, but 
minimum wage was created for a reason that no longer applies. That's why people have a problem with it. Minimum wage was created. Do you know why? I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not. Why was minimum wage created? Yeah. Why was it created? Yeah. If, why do you think the, or, the origins of minimum wage? So people weren't paid peanuts to work. But what was the origins of minimum wage? I looked this up recently. I'm having a tough time answering the question because Isn't I'm there, thinking uh, what Spot's saying. And I'm also thinking like, well, is it, we need somewhere to start like from. Some sort of, did it have to do with this, the assembly line in the Labor Act? The Fair Labor Standards Act. Yeah. FDR. Mm-hmm. Minimum wage was created so that a person at minimum, if they have this job, like I guess you would say the low... The lowest job you could have. What, what a low-paying job. You're an entry-level factory guy. You're flipping burgers. You're doing this. If they are in the workforce, that minimum lowest wage should be enough money for them to live, not have luxury, but pay their rent, eat food. You gonna tell me that do, these minimum wage people who are complaining aren't living luxury? You gonna tell me they don't? But have you know smart what? I saw someone. I saw, some, I saw someone else, else say something the other day about it's bullshit. I saw someone the other day. Bullshit. Are they dri- they're all driving cars. They could take buses. It's horseshit. I obviously there's an inflation problem and a minimum wage issue. No, but but, but they're also living beyond I, their means. I heard some. I saw someone. There's more than. I saw someone the other so day. There's so many levels to this problem. I saw someone the other day. Give me some bullshit about like, like the internet's a luxury. You need the internet. That's a bill that is necessary. Well, that's a good debate. You, you can't. It's not a debate. Pretty good debate. You can go to a fucking library. It's no, free. You, you, the internet is no longer a luxury item. You need the internet to, to check email for I work. I agree with you, you but it's inter- a good debate is what I'm saying. And, and, a, and a smartphone. You can't get a job without a smartphone. My mother just my mother just got a job, right? Everything she did, they're like, we're emailing you, do it on your smartphone. What if you don't have a smartphone? You go, go to the li- fucking library. Yeah, but then you have to... I, I'm telling you, you're requ- the world requires you now. You're not going to get anywhere... Without a smartphone and the internet, that's a that's it's not a luxury anymore. Uh, spot. That's a good one. You, do you think the internet? Do you think having Wi-Fi is a luxury? No, you don't. It's a necessity in in this day and age. That's a good one, right? Yeah, and I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is this: I think that's a pretty decent debate. Yeah, no, um, sure there's there could be a debate on the other side. I just kind of agree with Rich. But it's I'm very just, difficult. I'm, I'm just saying. I think minimum wage. I'm not saying people that are flipping a burger should be uh, rocking Yeezys and living the greatest life. But what I'm saying is minimum wage is designed that because in every city out here in L.A., why, why is my mom not moving to L.A.? Why is she moving to Maryland? Because she's living within her means no, no. for a job because, at Lowe's. But, all right, but there are also working workers out here, right? Mm-hmm. There's, Wal- there's a Walmart a mile away, right? That Walmart worker... Where do they live? They're out here in California. You think they're getting paid enough to live in the state of California? Move. I don't know what to tell you. But, I, but then there's no Walmart in California. Those, are, those jobs no, no, are not on. meant for but you then, to but, stay at anyway. Yeah, but but then, then you're saying there's no Walmart in California. No. But you know what? People will work for it. That's the problem. But no, but it's an, it's an, if it's there's, an ongoing I, issue. I, you got a target, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to pay $15 an hour. Or tw- you know whatever it is. If you if you want these stores in your neighborhood or in your state, you need to pay them enough to live at the lowest means possible, right? If you're making 
$15 an hour, right? Times 40 hours a week. What is that? 600 bucks times four, 2,400, let's say $2,500 a month. Mm-hmm. Minus taxes. I'm highballing. Plus a roommate. I'm highballing. $1,800 a month. $2,000 a month after taxes. Let's say $2,000. And the, the lowest price, the lowest price of a one-bedroom apartment is in between $1,500 and $2,000. How could... How could someone live in a state like that? Live with fucking two people, I guess. In a one-bedroom yeah, apartment. I'm not saying it doesn't add up. I'm saying, but that's why that's the argument that you keep set, that you're arguing against. No, my argument against it was, well, if you're not going to do it, there's going to be some fucking poor ass immigrant person that will do it. That's just the truth. If moving is the answer, Camino, don't be upset with the service you receive when you talk about, yo, I got bad service at this place. No, I'm. I'm Upset with the pride that people have in their work ethic. I, I just think if you work at Walmart, my mother's the perfect example. She's moving to Maryland. And by the way, next week, well, I can't wait to tell you all about my, what's, what, what I have in store next week, but she's moving to a state where an apartment, like a mom, a, a two bedroom apartment with a living room and a kitchen. And hey, like, it's like a thousand dollars where dress like these boneheads. When I was making 24000 a year, right? I'm not saying that the world wasn't more balanced then. It was. It was 25 years ago. But when I was making $24,000 a year, I didn't feel like it was enough. I didn't feel like it was a lot. I feel like I deserved more. It didn't affect the effort of work I put into my craft. It didn't affect the amount of pride and effort that I put into my work. Do you see? You're still going to get rewarded. You're gonna. If I'm a business owner, who am I going to fucking promote? The guy who doesn't give a fuck or the guy who's trying? I, I, I don't think it's... A, you keep talking about work I'm, ethic. I'm, respi- I'm responding I'm, to It has nothing to do with work ethic. I'm just talking it, about... I just got feedback. You brought up... That someone said, can he please acknowledge that working harder isn't always the answer? It's a reflection of you. But you... But if I'm, you want to be saying, reflected on as a fucking schlub, then that's then that's totally on you. I then mean, I'm going to look at you like a schlub. I'm just saying that you, you said... And the only reason this came up is that you said... Yes, I lived at home with my $24,000 a year. People don't have to have a one-bedroom apartment. There are ways to get by. Where are they, you know, they going to live? Live with someone else. Live in with a one-bedroom apartment. Live with a stranger in People a one-bedroom apartment. It doesn't... Look, I don't that's fucking standard, control inflation. That's not the standard in which but minimum wage was created for. We get that. Minimum wage was created but so that someone could live and raise their family on this the as the minimum skill, wage. Dude. Fucking start doing TikTok dances. Step in time like spot. But you're... You know, get another job. You're missing the point. No, the point is, dude, everybody's ste- fucking working multiple jobs. Steppenwolf. We all have multiple jobs. So guess what? Your fucking burger gig, get another fucking job, asshole. Because you doing nothing's not going to fix the problem. You crying nothing is not going to fix the problem. You getting a second job is going to help you at least survive while the problem gets fixed. I got like four jobs. What problem's going to get fixed? You not doing anything is not going to fix the problem. No, no. But to not point out. So if flipping burgers you is brought like up, paying up you, your rent, you brought get up. another fucking job, bro. 
Add on to it. You brought up the fact that 60-something percent of people... 63%. ...live paycheck to paycheck. That's scary and sad. And my response was, well, that's not surprising based on our previous conversation about minimum wage and wages. Yes. It's... What's what's this spot? I know I'm looking at. I, I, I bet oh, you. I bet you a lot of those people out of out of the 63 percent. I bet you a lot of them aren't working multiple jobs. They're just like I ain't getting paid enough for fucking for, for my my Applebee's job. Get another fucking job. Get two jobs. Or so answer, or you're gonna fucking not survive. Is, so the answer is or get, learn to swim. Learn to swim, guys. Learn to swim because you're gonna drown. I don't. So what's the answer? Pout. What's the answer, bro? Get another job is the other is the only answer That's right now. That's the, the answer. We got how many jobs do you got? Why should the dude who's making minimum wage just be like I can't survive on one job? Yeah, we all got multiple jobs. It sucks for everybody. I wish yeah. I had one Again, job. You're ignoring my original point, which was minimum wage was created for what? I don't. That's where the I disconnect is. No, but that's the because disconnect. Most, most jobs. That's the disconnect. Most jobs hire part time. Because anything above what 20, 20 hours hours is yeah. full time, and then they have to pay bennies. No one wants to hand out bennies, so no you one wants to piece together two or three. I agree that is a wild take. You piece together two take? or three parts. How many wild, take, it's a wild take that you think I have? I have a Patreon with Rich. I'm working part time at SiriusXM. I work part time at Fox Sports Radio, and I'm still looking for more work. Okay, so the guy sitting on his hands, upset about minimum wage. How many jobs does he have? I don't. I don't think one job. People think is that not enough for anybody. That people is think, the problem of this sixty-three percent. But a part-time well, job. Th- then you either fucking cry about it and drown, or you get another job until by, something figures by out. By definition, I want were, one job too. If Can I were, have one job? If you were working a full-time job, and you were. Barely getting paid minimum wage, or you're getting paid minimum wage for a full time job. Full time jobs. Those aren't full time jobs. Exactly. But if you're if you're part time, you know what part time means? You're working part of the time at one job. So you know what you do? You work another job for the other part of the time. Yeah. To make to at least your wage make, to at least fucking get by. You know it's better than making $15 an hour for 20 fair. hours a week. I'm saying you got to do $15 do, an hour for 40 hours a week. I'm not saying it's fair, or dude. 60 hours I'm a week. I'm saying doing nothing is not going to get you fucking out of your situation. You, you keep saying doing nothing and agreed. Uh, doing nothing will not get you out of the situation. Yeah. I'm just pointing out that if there's a stat, which I find sad, that 63% yeah. of people are waiting for their check. Like when's payday? When's pay? The fact that people are like, when's payday? Yeah, I don't have sucks. money. Stinks. It's getting late. And it's sad. Jason, yeah, I am looking at my personal experiences and expecting to people, uh, expecting others to do that. You know why? Because hard work pays off. Again, my mom said it. Came from nothing, dude. Nothing. Dirt poor. And dirt poor people come to this country all the time and they prosper because they work and they work and they work. I I remember my mother. It's like she worked a full-time job which still didn't pay enough and then in the afternoon worked as like a receptionist. Just to get it, get some extra money. It, Yo, you know how many times I want to fucking turn down work and I don't? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. But fuck, I'm going to have to. I, I bet you a lot. People are fucking lazy, dude. Yeah. Don't tell me that they're like, all out I, there on their fucking grind. Yeah, dude, I work at Applebee's and I work at Chili's and I work. No, they're not. They're fucking complaining because their part-time job isn't paying enough. Like I work, like on Friday, I had to take off from yoga because I teach Friday nights. And you post your shift. 
no one wanted to take my shift. It was an easy, easy few bucks that someone could have just went, taught an hour. No one wanted to take it. It wasn't because they had plans. No one wanted to take it. You just got to teach yoga. I mean, I teach yoga for fun. Of course he does it for I mean, the money. I, I, it's extra it's, money. It's, no, he does it because he likes it. He says the money. He doesn't do it for the but money. But it's extra it's, money. But it, it does save me. It saves me free two, membership to yoga. two memberships a month because Kristen goes a lot. I get a plus one for free. So that's... Uh, How much you want to guarantee in this hypothetical? This, that's this like almost a, 400 bucks right there a This month. is misinformation. Okay. Plus let me see. Let extra me, pocket, pocket but I should be allowed to tweet this if I wanted to. Out of the six, 63% who live check to check... How many of that percentage, just a guess, live beyond their means? Right. I would say like 50% of them. There's 13% of honest, like really poor, fucking struggling, doing everything they can. Like I I work with- I bet you 50% of the 63% is living beyond their means. I work with a girl at yoga who I know is like constantly complaining that she lives paycheck to paycheck, but is at the bar like five nights a week spending her paycheck. Okay, and that's just one random example, dude. And that still doesn't make she's young. That still doesn't make it right. I was in my twenties, but she could probably get by. Could she buy a house? And are things fucked up? Yeah, no one's disagreeing with that. But I bet you anything, she has some designer shoes. She's fucking dressing to the nines. Or she, or she wearing like Walmart, Target stuff, just getting by. Is she just wearing Walmart, Target stuff? Fancy girl. She's not a fancy girl. She's out every fucking night having drinks. She's out. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Like she's out every night having drinks. You know what you do? Skip I'm not out every night, night having guys drinks. Buying her drinks. But I can afford it. No, you don't think guys are out buying her drinks? No, you know this. Here's something else that people always say. Designer brands market to who? Poor people. So that poor people could look what? Rich. Right. That's how they survive. Rich people aren't buying this shit. Stop buying shit you don't fucking need, jerk-offs, to at least balance the unbalanced world we live in. You think all these designer brands are fucking surviving on rich people buying that shit? It's people who shouldn't be buying that shit, buying that shit. Yeah, That's course. who they market of course, to. These are, these are also... No, but these are also... Hey, I'm fluent in, not, in, in gibberish, suganese, and facts. That's a fact. Jack. So I'm be like, oh, man. Guess what? If you're flipping burgers, yeah, I know you can't afford a home. That sucks. Get another flipping burger job and stop buying fucking Yeezys. That's, that's, I mean. That's fact. Are we done yet? Yeah. Come on. What planet are you on? Uh, any, any Planet long- fucking puto. Any because longer? that's what I'm looking at. A bunch of putos. Any longer and my hourly wage will be minimum wage. The show goes any longer. I get a finite amount per hour, per show, so any longer, and it's like I'm gonna make a minimum wage. Anyway, <laughs> this is a fun one, fun show, yeah. good one, good times. Great Ag- agreed. I'll, I'll say I'm this: gonna, uh, send, our baseline I'm, tray culture has to change, but you have to survive. In the meantime, I gotta send Donnie Pompa to a bill. Yeah, just I mean, extra time. You should. The whole point started with. All these people living paycheck to paycheck. And why was minimum wage created in the first place? And if you go back to figure out why minimum wage was created in the first place, we've lost sight of that. Minimum wage okay. was that you do this job. And it's not, nothing's happening, Listen. right? It's nothing, nothing's happening, right? About that. No one's disagreeing with your point, okay? But something needs so to happen So what advice that. would you give the 63% right now? Who are like, my one job's not working. 
paycheck to paycheck, which I am sympathetic to. What advice would you give them? Complain about the well, minimum wage was meant for what? Vote, vote people. Vote Google people, it. Vote people into your local politics that are promising changes. I don't right. know. That's, but until that I, happens, until that, what, what advice would you give them? Get another job on top of your other job because that's what everybody's doing. And it sucks. But that's, that's hence the number, 63. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, like if I lost this job, right? I was like, all right, well, I can fall back on yoga. I'd be fucking bartending and cutting hair, dude. I would be probably. Bartends. I wouldn't be sitting here like, fuck, man, I'm paycheck to paycheck. I'd be teaching at different studios just to fill in shifts. I would be, I would be scrounging, you know, where I could, where I could. I might be going paycheck to paycheck, but I'd be doing as much as I could to fucking live comfortably. Do we deserve more for what we do? Yes, but. It ain't going to happen. So you got to, you got to do what you can to get by. Vote local, not local. You guys are voting local. Because we're not disagreeing, Rich, at all. All I'm saying is like, you could either like fucking cry about it or you could like get another job, get multiple jobs, not another job, multiple jobs. People could squander their money. I'm it's just not saying. Like they blind, it's not like they blindside you. When you take, when you. Apply saying, for a job or take a job. It's not like they they're like, oh, you want this job? Great. Oh, awesome. You know, you have to go through the whole process. We're gonna once you say yes to the job, you you have the job. You have to take the job. Yeah. And then at the very end, they're like, oh, by the way, it pays seven seventy five an hour. You know what you're getting into. So if you don't think it's enough for you, choose a different job that you want to take. Camino saying, well, you have no choices. Just take the job until it changes. Uh, no, I'm saying get another job or multiple. There's jobs. only so many hours in the week. Only so many. There's, a, there's things out there. Someone's working forty hours. If someone's working forty hours a week at Walmart, here's three rid of disconnect. Things out we there all acknowledge there's a problem, people, right? We all acknowledge there's a problem, but what you're not acknowledging is that there are other things that people could do to balance out the problem, meaning cut back on the shit they're spending money on. I don't think they're. Spe- I, don't think they're I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think all those people are spending as much as you think of. You do the simple Horse math. Shit. All right. Do the I math. just gave you the whole analogy about designer brands. Do the math. If someone's making these are the people buying this. If someone's shit. getting paid thirty five thirty five hours a week times fifteen dollars an hour times five, they're making le- they're making less than two thousand dollars a month. And if rents in most we cities all know. are over, we all know that. people that are driving cars they shouldn't be driving. We all know people that are wearing clothes they shouldn't be wearing. I mean, I we do, all know co- people that are going to places they shouldn't be going to. I do somewhat. So agree. who do you who the fuck do you think these people are? I do somewhat agree with Stu. Uh, Hot Wagner, that it isn't just about minimum wage. He said, if you make 50K a year in some cities, you're considered poor. Or low, low income. Why you do that? Like 50K, getting by 50K. If you lived in Manhattan. I guess my, I guess my stance. Well, you know what? If I was making 50K in New York City, I wouldn't live in Manhattan. You know where I would live? In the burbs and take the train every day. Yeah. Like you know how much sister. a train is a month? Yeah. But it's $600. Cheap. But it's cheaper. Higher than a car payment. It's cheaper, though. It's cheaper. Not a month. Monthly passes aren't that much, are they? 600 bucks. For Long Island Railroad monthly pass. Bullshit, dude. There's no fucking way. There's no way. way You could buy it. You pay buy have a Mercedes for that a month. $600 from. For a, a bus pass? That's wild. You better get another job at Subway. 
see. That's a lot. Monthly. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you my bus pass was never my bus pass was never even close to monthly? Oh, I think mine was like one thir- 155 a month. Eh, it's between three and four hundred, depending yeah. on your zone. There but you four, like four where I grew think, up, four hundred four fifty four fifteen a month. That's expensive. It is. It's a lot more high Still than my car payment by like six hundred a lot. Spending, but that's also not a that's not a metro card either. You're assuming you live at you work at Penn Station. Spending four. Oh, you walk. Spending four grand. You you walk where? Uptown, downtown. I used to walk from Penn Station to Sirius XM. I used to walk from uh, Grand Grand Central Terminal to Sirius XM. That's a ten minute walk. Both directions. Um, But it's still cheaper than living in Manhattan. Oh yeah, yeah. If like let's say it costs four grand to live in Manhattan. It costs two grand to live in Jersey. It costs four grand to live in Manhattan when we live there. Okay, so six grand. Whatever. In Brooklyn, whatever. Any of these places costs a lot. The farther you move out, the cheaper it is. But you have to take a train. Just saying. Yeah, but what what everyone also needs to understand is we all need multiple jobs. My starting salary at Sirius Do you know my salary? The whole world is surviving on like multiple jobs. Do you know my starting salary at Sirius XM was when I started with your show? I I took a pay cut. $32,000 $32,000 a year. Are you serious? Yep. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. What, that's your starting? That was my starting Series 6 M salary. Holy I tried to get, shit. I tried to get it higher. I tried to get it. like I was like, can we at least do 40K? This is what I make. And like, no. I'm like, Wild. I, I saw the opportunity, but I took it. Man, I'm sorry, Spot. You should be. Yeah. You hitched your wagon to the wrong fucking caballos. Uh, caballeros. Eh, no, I had a lot of fun. I got paid in fun. Got paid in and uh, you got paid in gum, right? I got paid in fun. Uh, yeah, it is late. Let's go. I got to record stuff like you do, I'm sure. Uh, I got to go fucking step in time like spot and make some more money. Let's do it. I'll set you I'll up. start do clogging. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hire a little fucking clogging kid to dance for me. Could that work or no? If you give me your, if you would lend me your phone for like an hour, I'd make you money. You just give it to me. I'll walk. Well, good luck, everybody. The new, the new American dream is you need more than one job. I agree. To survive. You know what? So That's we get all, not a dream. Yeah, it sucks dick. I'm not saying it's dope. I'm just saying like, yo, I want to do one job too and chill out. We all do. Well, have a good Wednesday. On that note, Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Rock on! Drumpies. <laughs>